0: Not much, man. Just, uh, here ready for another excellent episode of one nation radio vibing with the Twitch chat, big numbers off the rip. Uh, everybody throwing a party in the comments, uh, did an appearance on Grapsity on Saturday. So we flew through like three hours, like nothing on that show. That was super fun. Uh, hope everybody checks that out. Um, then yeah. So with you, man.
1: Not too much. Not too much. Um, Saw one of the best pay-per-views, uh, of the last few years, and, like, the last 20 minutes, like, bummed me the fuck out, but, uh, outside of that, like, um, I'm, I'm in good spirits, I, you, you suggested I watch the Willow and Athena match, and that match was great, um, and we'll talk about that, because I, I really enjoyed that match, and quite frankly, like, I don't, I, it's at worst the second best women's match I've seen in America this year, um, so, yeah, uh, Lots of good stuff, man. Lots of good stuff. Um, so, where do you want to start? Because we can, um, you can always go with A. We can always start with AEW. Um, how much of the ROH did you see?
0: I saw only the last two matches. Okay, I saw the men's title match and the women's title match. Um, so, besides that, like I, I'm looking at the uh, the run sheet, and man, it just feels like I gotta hit the music. Stardom Five Star Grand Prix, Night One.
1: Yeah, uh, real quick before we uh move on to this, in the comments, I, I see that Shavis Nova says that um I am I'm captain and I'm gleaming that my cut that cut uh his country bumpkin shoot injured Saya. First off, Tam didn't injure Saya. Saya jumped off of a thing fifteen feet in the air, and then no and then somehow like Everybody was too close and she jumped too short and they couldn't catch her and she dislocated her elbow. I'm not happy about that. Like, my favorite thing in the last like two months in stardom has been Kasaya Kamatani and Utami. I, I, nah, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, 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 uh, I'm just baffled.
0: From- like, I'm baffled someone got injured on a, on a dive at all in stardom. There's 20,000 motherfuckers around. Like, I, I was like, how did this happen?
1: I guess, let's start there, and then, we'll, and then we'll go through the show. But, uh... Because I... Because overall, it was it was one of the best shows of the year. Um, and, like, it bummed me out, like, the last 20 minutes of the show, 19 minutes of the show, because it was like, they just went through, like, literally, like, six matches that you can consider great. And I was like, this thing is just cooking and humming. Now we're gonna get to this. And they started breaking out the, the big spots and everything. And you know they get out they get outside and they're out there for like 5 fucking minutes and i'm just like all right, Tam. I've I've seen enough of you having big matches when you go up to the ramp, does a some big spot off the ramp, like it, you doing every big match of late. Like you need to take some breaks between, right? So, and this is after like this is following immediately following like the Anno Julia match where they do the, you know, the Shuri where they do the Shuri and uh, Julia spot where they do all, you know, a suplex off the ramp. Where I'm just like, okay, so like these two have both become a bit formulaic in their big match layout for, of late. So like I'm I'm kind of just like, all right, so, um. Anyway, uh, Kamatani gets up on the scaffolding, scaffolding or whatever else, and she goes for the big dive. And there's literally like May Sierra's out there, the new rookie that I don't know her name yet, Lady C, uh, Mizumori, um, Momoko goes out there too. There are probably two, uh, Hina was out there too. There was like over half a dozen people with Tam to go catch her, and um, you know, it was one of those things where, like, I'm watching. I'm like, she's going up pretty high. And I see her do the – they zoom in on her. And she does the, you know, the move back. Because I don't want to land at a spot where I'm, like, landing on your head. Because I'm laying on your head, you're not going to catch me. And something bad will happen. So they mm-hmm. back up, I guess. She does a dive. She dives on the front end, on the front part of the crowd. And I don't know uh, the front part, the first line of the crowd, and the people behind them make it harder for, for them to, like, be able to catch and fall back. But like she basically, as she does a crossbody and comes down, she lands instead of, you know, landing at a 45 degree angle and coming down. She basically is coming at the 45 degree angle, but then like her body is tilting at the last second. I don't know if she got rotated by Lady C's leg or arm at the end by 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 Clementine's leg. But she ends up falling basically like directly like straight, you know, um, on her arm. You can't see her arm on the fall, but like, she you know, because I've replayed a bunch of times just like. Trying to figure out how this could have been done better, and shit just happens. And she, uh, she, she's down. Tam's down. They're down there forever. And like you immediately see people's faces, like something didn't go right. Like because you see cut the relief, kind of like okay, we did that. Now we can move on and you know sell like we just caught somebody. But then you see the, re- the reaction reactions, like okay, what's going on? Then they're down there. Then they're both her and Tam are down there forever. And I'm like, is Tam knocked out? Is Kamatani knocked out? What's going on? And then Daichi, he calls the match. Uh C throws gets up, throws up the X. Kogo's face just has his face like, I can't believe this. Um C runs to get the doctor. Um, I think it's I think it's Sierra goes and gets the stretcher, and the doctor comes, or Daichi comes and puts the S pack on her elbow. My first thought was, Because it's stardom. Oh shit. She this reminds me of the Mayu Butani thing in 2017 when she dislocated her elbow in a red belt match and had to award a belt to Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck. Okay, this sucks. Um, so you know she's she's like she you never see her face until she finally gets on the stretcher. Like she's just he she's basically on her knees, like balled up in almost like fetal position on her knees with her face down and she has holding her left arm. And Tam is, and by the time, you know, the doctor sees her and, and everybody else, they tell her to clear out and it's just her and Tam and the doctor and like Tam's trying to console her or tell, give her wise words, and some type of encouragement to tell her, you know, I know it hurts and everything, but you it's going to be okay and all that kind of stuff. And she goes off, they put her on a stretcher and she turns over and she used to see that just, just, I don't know if it was pain or, if it, or a combination of the pain plus the, I want to finish this match and it didn't happen. And they they lift her up and they take her off, and um, they cut to to Tam and Nastoy saying stuff to Tam, who, some type of encouragement. So Tam gets in the ring and she has to do the stupid fucking thing where it's like, well, we have an angle in the backs the, in the back of this, so I, like I have to give some promo to go in there to get beat up on, and I'm just like, y'all could have called Audible to save this for another day. Like obviously, I I don't think Kamatani is, like she's never gonna wrestle again. It's not that severe, uh. But it was just a everybody was everybody was bummed out. And then when you continue doing this, is like, all right. So Tam looks like an asshole. Utami looks like a super asshole because she her her fucking the person that she had that whole cage match thing and it was hugging and loving on each other and all that kind of stuff just a month ago. No, nah, I need to. I, we need to go bring this giant out here to, to go face town so they can do telemania right? And I'm just like, yo, this stinks. I don't like this for anybody that's involved in all this. Um, so yeah, I, man, just, I just I, like the last 20 minutes was just a bummer. After like, and when I say literally, like, I don't think there have been three shows better than this, this year up to that point.
0: I um, am very bummed out that Sae Kamatani is probably now out of the tournament. Um, Presumably, she, yeah. She's my second favorite wrestler in stardom. She's um, stinks, uh, and, and they didn't even really get to like do much. They went probably like five or seven minutes, and then it went like eight um, minutes. Yeah, and it was just it, w- it was just damaging. Like, and um, you could just see the look on everyone's faces and that was like something has gone tragically wrong. And um, you know, it rolls into that angle with none other than the Megasys, uh showing up. And she, you know, comes out and and they they turn the lights off and then, then you know turn them back on and all that. She jumps on Tam's head, uh, gives her some you know knees in the corner, brings her back out, and uh, gives her the the damn F5 or whatever. Yeah. Looks pretty decent, but um she's out there with Utami. She cuts the the, the promo where she's talking slow. Of course, because, you know, this is our first time in Japan, presumably. and
1: it, Yeah, and it's, it's, it's Eddie Kingston brain. If you speak English very slowly, they will comprehend the, the part where, like, it's in a different language. No, that's not how that works. That's never how that's yeah. ever worked. They might know one or two words. It's like how, like, when they speak in Japanese, you might understand one or two words, right? That's I how works.
0: am megasis. I am strong. Damn, I want red belt match. Like they don't understand you either way. <laughs> so the only people that when we see it that is us. We're like, why are you speaking like this? Like we know what you're doing.
1: Wrestlers, stop doing this, please. Please do, please. Because it's like I've never seen her top before. I've only seen a picture of her before one time. Never seen her wrestle. So like. She AW comes Dark out Dark talks- Legend. Sagan. again. AEW Dark Legend. Yeah. Uh so I so she <laughs> So she says and I'm just like I know what she's doing also you sound ridiculous. Please stop.
0: Yeah. I I don't think they were going to, you know, basically push it back or anything cuz that was going to happen after the match, you know, whether you know, it was an injury or not like you know, flew Demegus out and is, you know, probably, you know, there, there's probably a tight schedule here. Um, but you know, you know what a tight
1: schedule. Well, it, that is true. The next pay-per-view is the Osaka show. Bro, they're doing osaka Idian arena. You know, like, every single year when, the, when uh, the G1 has, like, that great show in the back half of the year? Yeah. It's always in Osaka-edian.
0: So, um...
1: And, and presumably... That's where the red belt match will be.
0: I was, I was gonna say we got our red on uh here, me and you James, to signify uh, this red belt title match that's about to happen with uh with Tam and it is not.
1: the Megasis. It, 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 this is this is a coincidence. You
0: know, we, you know, uh it, it, you know, it's you know, I, I remember, you know everybody was saying how bad the julia title reign was man i I don't know about this what, what's about to happen with
1: this man this is about to be a carry job what, what's going on here look man i i don't know how good she is people people have you know vouch for her i don't right. know how i don't know how far she's, she's vouching right. for but you know but regardless of how good she is or isn't um or if she's you know very good and you know whatever so the whole the whole cook up of that thing is it's going to be Tam selling in front of me uh, beating from that woman. She's going to fire back. It's not, it's not going to be too, I don't think it's going to be too dissimilar from uh, the match she had in the Grand Prix last year with uh, Risa Sarah. Obviously, Reese probably better than her. That match is four and a quarter. But like, if you're going to, I don't know how this helps you draw. What's the point of this match? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if, if the idea is we want her to have a red belt match, okay, bring her in let her demolish the undercard and tags on these, on these, uh, on the undercards of these uh, tour of the tour of the Grand Prix and then give her a match like in September or not September, October. I don't get this.
0: I think what they try to do is like, yo, this is probably going to be the most watched show of the tournament. We're going to shoot an angle at the biggest time to give the biggest effect. And they happen to pick a time when like,
1: <laughs> the absolute got worst time for characters. Yes, yes, yes. yes. because um. of because of the circumstance. Yeah, I, I get that. My point is, but that's and I and I get all that stuff, and I'm trying to make accommodation for that. But at the same time, it's like you just made Tam Utami look like w- w- what? Like never, never like because I said to you on the thing is like Utami's out there trying to vouch for uh for Megan, I and mean, she's just like, yeah, she came back with me uh from America, even though like we never had any interaction when I was in like orlando area or whatever else but never mind that i'm just gonna fly back over she came along with me it's all you same see she's tall she she's tall she's powerful she's a badass and i'm just like kamatani is en route to the emergency room why are you doing this <laughs> this is you know how we killed rhea ripley for making making that save and also jeff Hardy's making the save on you Matt it hardy when, when like Bianca and Marty were getting beat down. They gotta do their pose or whatever else at the top of the ramp. This is a thousand times worse than that. Somebody is literally in the already on route to the hospital. Someone not about to be sent to the hospital.
0: Someone was shoot injured.
1: Like <laughs> bro. So bad. It was so bad. It was such a bad look. It really was. But I get it. I get it. You gotta get this stupid thing a over because like you got two weeks of pay-per-view. It's like I get it, but that that sucks. It really did. And
0: then the the other part of it, Mayu Utani's out there. Um, and then Utami's out there and they set up a match for um the IWGP women's belt. So so I guess, you know, everybody we did that what, what I thought was a great preview last week with our breakdown. Cut up the clip, had people sharing it.
1: That entire thing got blown in the smoke Simi immediately. Lee. Like, like look, <laughs> it could be a situation where they're going one and one because, like, it could be Mayu retains. Or actually, it could be like Utami takes the belt off of her, Mayu wins the Grand Prix. It could be something like that, right? Or it could be like, you know, one of them wins the match. The other one beats them in the rematch in the, in the Grand Prix final. That could absolutely happen. But
0: it's like, damn, like, like, why would you like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, like, why yeah. would you like waste the the final like weeks beforehand? Like,
1: but think about it like know, this, right? Maybe. If Utami, everyone thought Utami was going, was like, most people thought what, Utami was going to win, right?
0: What happened to Nanai Takahashi getting a shot at at that belt? Was that just a rumor?
1: That They talked about that. It just it hasn't happened. Because they, oh, ha- they haven't defended it since you know, since the Yokohama Arena show back in the end of April. Um Whew. Yeah, right. So you know Why they you make, they, because they had to make a it had to make a strong woman's title too. Yeah. So anyway. Why you
0: reigns.
1: So anyway, uh Utami, let's say she loses, she doesn't get the belt. Or let's say she does get the belt. It's like is she gonna win? They're gonna make a double champion? Could be. But like if Mayu retains, because you know they're still doing that movie, they're obviously at some point they're gonna try to do a, a huge uh, Mayu and Tam match uh for the title. At some point you would imagine. Um
0: uh, I mean the Megasus might might, you know.
1: Yeah, sure. Um Yeah. That would be hilarious. Like Tam loses the red belt and then like wins the and then wins the Grand Prix to go get it back. I mean, it's like what the fuck are we doing this year with these Solomon Raids, bro? Like, what is happening? <laughs> There'd be like, some real
0: sickness going down on this show. I'll yeah, tell you that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, it's it's been a really weird, like the way they have like done stuff with uh the title picture. Both title pictures this year have been weird as fuck. Um, and uncharacteristic of what has been going on since we started watching it. And I get like they're trying to, you know throw people off the scent of what their pattern is. But like the reason why the pattern worked so well is because like, it just made sense and it wasn't anything goofy. And now we're in this, now we're in the stages of like goofy stuff. And I don't, and I don't mean to disparage Megan, um, in that way. I'm sure the match will be perfectly acceptable, but like, if you're going to give this woman a title shot, can you at least like show people the goods? Like, can can you let her get over cuz if she's big and impressive, she's going to get over anyway. It's cuz right? Cuz just everybody gets over and start when they're big and impressive anyway. So it was like I don't I don't see the I don't know what this is. Um, and you know sure enough like on the undercards of next week's show or whatever else she going to be demolish a bunch of like a bunch of the mid card or some shit like that probably. So it's like all right you could have done this in like you know a bigger spot to help in a bigger spot to help her get over to you know the pay per view audience or the live crowds or whatever else, and nah, just you know it, it's, it's always it's,
0: it's, 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 it's
1: very it's very uh it's very the giant ish. It was like yo, this is you're not doing this person many favors other than you're going to give them the, this big push, but like if it don't work out, you'd be like, well, fundamentally. It could be. You could say one could say you set them up for failure if it doesn't work out.
0: This is true. Um, you know, it's always is. It, you know, I when I think about the glass that Shuri had to crawl over to um, to get a shot at the red belt, when I think about how Julia had to scrape and crawl and go through the, the the fires of hell to get a red belt shot last year, and then I think about the megasis Rules different when you're white, I guess. <laughs> rules different apparently <laughs> but uh we should we should run through the rest of this show.
1: Yeah. All right. So, moving on from literally like 20 minutes of a 4-hour show of excellence. Let's 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 get into it, it. The Five Star Grand Prix open tonight. Um so they they had to I'm I'm going to talk about the opening ceremony first and then I'll talk about the undercard uh match, but um the opening ceremony starts with them like the scaffoldings the all around the the uh, the ring. I was wondering what that was or why it's there, and then all of a sudden you see them drop four uh like uh four or four sheets of you know they can cover the ring or whatever else, and then they play projectors showing you know to the crowd you know the presentation and it's showing the history of every winner in the past from. Um, <clears throat> izuki akawa to Nanai to Io to kairi to yokobito to tony storm to uh mayu to Hanakamura kimura to utami to julia uh, or Shuri to julia and then they show all the wrestlers in each block and then they show they you know they show like uh two stars a red star and a blue star basically traversing across the globe and everything going over sc- buildings whatever it's like it's like a gigantic imp- impact of force and then like they let down they drop down the uh, the curtains and everything and then like all 20 or 19 of 20 wrestlers in the ring utami's not there and there's a reason for that but um they're all in the ring and then they introduce and they all walk out and everything and um it was re- it was really cool i personally i thought it was really big i didn't like the music I, Compared to the last two years, but everything else made it seem like it was a gigantic deal and just huge hoopla for it. Everything and it was really fun. So
0: it seemed like it was like the um, like a Mortal Kombat character select screen. Like when they (laughs) will walk off, and um, I don't know if you noticed, James, but um, you know they it felt like they did these exits in a certain order. You yeah, it
1: was almost like the people that were like the last six people are the only people that have a real shot to win, except for Tommy, who wasn't out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and you know the first person that was sent up, up you know, away was Momo Watanabe. You yeah. know,
1: yeah, um, you, gotta, you know, like when they walk out the ring, they walk up the the uh, the horizontal ramp, and then they go, they go and sit, they go to their post. and like, gotta say, like seeing Natsuko and Momo like in opposite blocks on the far ends. Like in the dark (laughs) is like oh yeah that that, that sounds
0: like positioning
1: yeah that's exactly what that sounds like like I know that the opening night this year like they had like all twenty heads were equal size but when you do this it's like this is another giveaway so I'm sorry though don't worry she won opening night she's not she might get a white belt shot but she ain't winning this shit
0: (laughs) yo like this ain't the only uh, poster you know like this how they do you in the beginning they put out the the equal opportunity um head size on the posters but the further we get in the yep. tournament yeah we the, the bigger heads are gonna start to emerge <laughs> and then the smaller heads are gonna start to emerge like they're gonna make like all the all of them start the same size right yeah some of them get bigger and some of them get smaller yeah
1: yeah because that's what happened I don't know if the first uh poster for the opening night last year had all the wrestlers on it but like you know that final night you saw eight it's, big heads and you saw uh, what, 16 small heads. And, and we talked all of about a sudden,
0: it. And then all of a sudden the poster is on One Nation Radio and I am struggling to find, uh, you know, whoever we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, and last
1: year in particular was Momo Watanabe. Yeah, it was. Uh, man. Yeah,
0: we we yeah. will keep an eye out. When, look, when the new posters drop, tag yeah. me and James. Yeah. And, and we're and we going to look at them
1: it, and yeah. tell, you, tell Some, you what the deal is. I forgot who it was but made a great point. Big head Eagles push so so yeah like uh, I believe the final six in the ring were uh, Mina uh, Julia Marai Tam Mayu and Shuri um, obviously Laurent wasn't out there I think the seventh person was Kamatani but yeah like that's pretty much if you weren't one of the last few last half of people being called and like when you go up the ramp, but you weren't like in the closest you know closest to tam and julia on either side your ass ain't winning the further away you are the further away you are from 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 glory that's kind of how that goes that's how that's kind of what this promotion is the further you are from tam and julia you're further from glory in the last two three years of this promotion that's of how that goes so uh anyway to start off uh the show i gotta pull up my notes because um I haven't done that yet, sorry. You know, this is supposed to be uh professional oh, radio Yeah. Something something approaching it, right? Uh Utami versus uh Hina. I'm sorry, not not Utami. Uh Micah versus Hannon. Man, um Micah comes out uh second, she gets up in the corner to do her pose, and then Hannon just 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 jumps her while she's it's on the rope, drop kicks her, sends her over the uh over the uh turn over the uh, top rope, brings it back in, and she's just like, hey, I, I don't think I don't believe she didn't win a single match last year. She's like, look, I gotta get on the board. I gotta strike with Irons hot. I gotta show some initiative. I can't beat her in a one on one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna you know jump her and, and then let the bell ring and I'm gonna try and get her on the mat and get it and still want to get out of there. Uh, and she kept trying. She she kept putting it on Mike at the beginning, but Micah just like eventually got got a about her and then just. Just took over, with with power, and I eventually am grown. dropped her with a Michinaga driver. Uh, really, I, I, this is a good match for how short it went. Um, I think it went like just over five minutes, but I gave it three stars. I, I really, I really enjoyed the match. Um, and Micah just, she like, it's just a, such a badass. T- just taking what Hannah was bringing to her, and Hannah like, this was like probably the 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 probably the most assertive she looked in any Grand Prix match I've ever seen her in. And she just like couldn't could put her away. And then Micah was just like, all right, I see what you're doing. Enough. And just finish her with the Michinoko driver.
0: Yeah, Ma- Micah ain't really have she ain't had no time for this whippersnapper. Yep. Really ain't too much fun to Micah.
1: <laughs> I mean she laughed after she beat her.
0: <laughs> that was adorable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh next match, you have Azumi versus Mariah. Uh so the match is up starting, they both get in the ring and um Mariah or Mariah is um Half-heartedly doing the high-speed stuff with, uh, yes. with Azumi, but she's also putting her twist of, of trolling into it, and Azumi's like, "What's this?"
0: Yeah, like she, Azumi's <laughs> in in the corner. She like looks at her, and like as she rolls out, she's like, "I can't believe you're trying to disrespect me in Azumi's ring." Yes, speaking to third person, like. What, what kind of disrespect is this? And
1: then you know they
0: they got into it and they ended up having a pretty good match.
1: I thought this match was very good. Um, I was impressed by this match. Um, because it was it, cause obviously I thought that obviously Azumi can can slow down. I think people kind of overstate the getting out of her formula thing. But like there is a, there is obviously like a a thing where her where it's like she wants to go go go. But like it's almost like a luchador where it's like you see you see like um those Rey Mysterio andrade match where it's like the only thing they're doing to make these matches more palatable to, like, uh, the people that are watching it that are used to slow, boring WWE wrestling is, like, they're just, like, between the big spots is they just lay on the floor and sell. Like, that's the only difference. So, what Azumi does between her high-speed stuff is, like, she just sells more. And um, she was really good at it with, with Mariah. And um, I thought Mariah, like, held up her in the bargain very well. And, like, I really like the finish where, like, Azumi is, you know, after she's, you know, after she took some of Mariah's, like, you know, funny stuff, start putting it on her, and then worked on her arm. It was about to, you know, go for the lamisca and get her and, you know, and stretch on her. And like Mariah just plucks, his, holds her, grabs her out of thin air, and, and hits her with the uh, her tombstone. I think she calls it the uh, not fairy tale island. That's the uh, shit, but it's something like that. Um, but hits her with it and gets the win. Um And yeah. I'm giving it three did, and a half stars. I really, I really liked it. And like this is a I, good sign for the, for the future of this tournament. And that block, if those two are going to go out here and have a match, of, of, you know, at that level.
0: Yeah, I I was kinda caught off guard on this one. I was like, wow, what an
1: upset here. I didn't I didn't pick pick that one. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Um so next match after this, you get Nasco versus Ami, and they just start off by just Ariel Nasco Torah. <laughs> <laughs> they start off by uh by just running to each other, obviously. And um it it appeared to me that Ami uh, was showed herself to be the stronger wrestler and then uh it came down to where she's about to be finished. She's about to be, uh, she hit her with the uh the Ami hits the uh blue thunder bomb, Nasko kicks out, um Ami gets her up and is going for her uh like the the what is the uh the Power Driver thing that um Birdie King does. Bear, what's it called? I forgot what it's called. Well, basically I'm it's not like sure. a, it basically, I forgot what it's called, but she calls it like a thunderbolt or whatever else. And she was going to go for it. That's her finish. And Nasco slips out uh, and pushes the ref and then blows the miss like Kagetsu style. And then she uh, hits a series. Of mo- she hits uh, the Kagetsu Death Valley driver uh, for near fall, gets her up, hits another one uh, by the corner, and then she hits the Swanton and gets the win. Gonzo Bomb. Thank you, King of the North. Yes, Gonzo Bomb. That's what it was. Yes. So, yeah, uh, this is a good match. I give it three stars.
0: Yeah, uh, Ariel Knatsko surprised me. Uh, I thought they was they came out here and you know they were hitting and working. I was like, man, can't, if y'all just wrestle like this, you know, like it's gonna be a pleasant tournament.
1: Yes, if keep it short and like you know the cheating that she did, like that's just. Something that's done real quick, get out of the way, and then move on, and like that, that's more acceptable than grab a chain, choke a bitch, throw throw her over the thing, grab her, and Bro. choke her out, and then they have to throw the match out. Like that's garbage. Or got to grab that, the stick and hit her with the stick. Like nah, throw that out, just missed.
0: When Nasco did this, I was like, what? hold on, what the fuck is she doing? Like oh, you know, the, Oh, You thought
1: she was yeah, gonna do the like, you thought she was to the uh, the four fifty. Yeah, so I was like, hold on, <laughs> she wanted to try to. <laughs>
0: You know, pay pay some tribute to all those dance. I'm like, what what is she signaling for? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I ain't, I ain't never seen Nasco uh, hit no front flip off this bitch. Look, man, maybe maybe it's something she's she's saving for get for uh, Hazuki. Who knows? We'll see. Time will tell, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for those on the audio thing, I was you know doing like the 450 roundabout signal with the hands.
1: Oh man! So, uh, <laughs> so this is when the this show starts kicking the overdrive. Now we got to give you three good matches. Now it's now it's time to give you like, uh, just like we're buckling in. Is is all is all up from here? Nasty versus Starlight Kid. Um, this is I believe their sixth. I think it's their sixth, their fifth match. Their fifth match. Uh, they were tied at two two, um, and they. Did it again. I can't remember what happened this match. So much stuff happened over the weekend or whatever else. But, like, this is another great match. Um And it looked like Kid had this match seemingly won until, at the last second, Nats boy slips free and goes for a uh, Rolling ma- ma- Mahi Straw Cradle and uh, gets the win. Um So, like, I don't know how this works, right? So, Rich, like, you – do you – be- beforehand, do you send the in over to Natskoy's opponents beforehand or, or or how does that work?
0: So, so usually I just pay them beforehand in good faith. Uh, you know, I'm like, hey, man, win, lose or draw. You know, you know what it is. Like, you got to go ahead and flick some pain. Give me a nice gift or, or some type of moment within the match. I can just, you know, save for my collection. You and if you get to win, it's a bonus.
1: Okay, I I didn't know if it was like I'm paying you to go I go out there and beat her, and then like if you lose and like that that money just magically goes to Naspoy. I don't know how that goes, in your in your (laughs) head, in the mind of a psychopath. But yeah, um, so yeah, uh, Naspoy gets to win. She's up too. and uh, kid. She came out like I I guess she cut her hair because she came out with like almost like a uh, like the like the Somerset Liger uh mask, Ray Mysterio mask, where it's like the top was off and like she had the bangs come through the top or whatever else. So she's come, she's come up with a new look. I like their new gear. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just always quality together. And the only thing that's going to stop them from having a great match is to time. That's the only thing that's going to stop them. But there's another, yeah, great match. they
0: were, they were hitting back and forth, like just like taking hard swings at each other. Yeah. Like, you know, with the, uh, hand to hand combat. And of course they threw a little high speed in that, you know, we all pretty much enjoy. Um, and, you know, this was perfect for where it was on the car because everything after
1: this was like,
0: we going somewhere else
1: with it. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, as you noted, like, Utami she wasn't out during the ceremony, the opening ceremony. Uh, Mina comes out, or actually Utami comes out first, and Utami comes out, and she was wearing her red belt championship gear that she has not worn not one time since she lost the red belt. All we need is the extensions. Let's go. Bring them back. And she had had the hair in.
0: Oh, okay. It didn't look like it. It looked like her natural. It
1: It wasn't all red. It was black. But she did have she she did bring she did put put hair in. So she brought the power back. Yeah. And I was and I saw that I was like, Oh, it's spooky now. That's exactly what's like, oh, spooky now. She like she really finna do this and then like, you know, what happens at the end of it, I was like, God damn it, get this shit out of the way. You messing up the story. But um but it was almost like some I don't know if you even made this make this uh, comparison, but like you know, you often have made comparisons of, of her to Okada. Like this is like when she this is almost like she pulled off uh, that Russell Kingdom and, and she pulled off and she had the pants again instead of the long johns. <laughs> it was one of those, like, I'm back. Like I know you know like this whole gold era of stuff. I've been wearing like that. That was balloons Okada. Now I'm back and um, her and Mina had Bro, his they match,
0: they got me so many times during this match. They I was a, unspoiled man yeah. they just, had a match
1: just, as good as i had imagined they could possibly have together and it blended perfectly and it was one of those things that was like in retrospect you're just like of course it was gonna fucking work between like the underrated thing about Utami is that she's an incredible seller she's one of the best sellers in the world i think you know i've said this before two million times i think she's the best seller of the arm in wrestling we have but she she comes out she's overpowering mina she makes one mistake and, uh, Mina, tar- uh, she is, I forgot what the situation, oh, it was a DDT, it was a DDT on the, either the floor or the apron, um, from Mina, and then Mina just targets the neck over and over and over, and the whole thing is, Mi- Utami is, like, has to power through and fight through this bad neck, while Mina just taking it to her neck over and over and over, and there was a p- spot where, like, you know, he got down to the closing stretch, where, um... Mina goes up and hits her with you know the glamorous driver right on the neck, kicks out, goes up that goes for the figure four glamorous driver that you know wanted her white belt and everything. And Utami managed to slip out. She ends up uh you know mounting some offense and she goes to get her with a big bridge in Germany that she ends up winning most of her matches with, or a lot of her matches with, and she goes for the bridge and she can't, she has to let go because her neck's too fucked up. She can't even hold for the pinfall. That's so that's a double down. And they continue going a little bit more. And then, um, Utami, instead of, um, you know, she was trying to get her up for the, uh, I think she hits a rack bomb. Mina gets out of it. Um, then she get, hits her up with the uh, a gut wrench power bomb and then drops her. And um, she later says that, like, she got it from hanging out with Shayna Baszler. And, you know, Shayna Baszler, you do the gut wrench power bomb. So, like, she, I think she calls it Sparkling Baszler now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, this match is great. Four stars.
0: Bro. Super happy I with this match. High, I think I'm higher than that because, like, bro. It seemed like each person had to match one like three different times,
1: right? And it went long enough to where you were like, in my mind, I was like, oh, is this going to a draw? Mm-hmm. They were going up against the bell too, and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna, I don't know if this is gonna finish or if it's gonna, you know, be a draw. I didn't know, but it it all worked for me. I love this match.
0: Yeah, I think I'm four and a quarter on this.
1: Yeah, this is like, this, this is like weird. this is like, bro. Mina has had her four best singles matches in like this since April. Look at that, like the Utami match, the Tam match, um, the Kamatani match, the NASA point match, all the matches on pay-per-view in a big spot. She's came through and had four stars or better in all of them. Or really, well, you know, Peace. as you said, in your opinion, at this point, all of them have been like four and a half or four and a quarter. So yeah, man, she's, she's, I can't wait for this Mariah match. We finna see, bro. They, gonna, sure enough, if, if, yeah. if, if they need to have this Mariah match. She needs to win. And they need to go have a, a white belt match after this at,
0: at the end of the year. Yes. Like let's do it.
1: She ain't done. Um, like, I, I know, uh, Me and um, JD from Rantley is talking about this. And he said he, in his opinion, he thinks that uh, Mariah should be uh most proved wrestler. And I'm just like, nah, man, I understand that like that. Mina got a lot of votes last year because of the grand prix, but the level, the, but the, but you know, we talk about this all the time when it comes to NBA, most approved player. Like if you make, if you make a level improvement from somebody that is competent to good or even very good, that jump is not nearly as special as the jump from potentially very good to great. She is taking that jump from very good to you until she has a duh. You got to say she's great at this point. Cause every time you put in a big match, she keeps coming through. She's a great wrestler now. She's not just very good. She's great now. She's almost a true wrestler of 2023. And I, I would have voted for her last year. But she's, she's made a bigger, more substantial jump. It's harder to do. It's been incredible watching her. It's been incredible watching her this year. Very happy for her. And I want, look, I want her to get this, this white belt bag, get this long reign. Whenever it happens. Yeah. Um, she's, done everything. I, I thought... she's done everything that a company can ask her to do. And she's done it.
0: I thought there was an upset alert on this one, but it wasn't to be. But yeah, big U rolls through for the two.
1: Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) then you get, uh, following that, you get uh, Mariah versus Momo, and this match started out a little slow, and then by the time it got going, they were cooking. Um, Yeah. I got to say, um, it feels good to see this Momo back because we hate seeing much of it this year um yeah um this woman is yeah, years this woman is 23 years old has been written off this one is, this is still one of the best wrestlers in the world she's 23 Rich. Bro, rich.
0: they have written her off like a young two guard. Like that was in like the early '90s or some shit. Like, yeah, you know, they're they're 25 now. It, it it hasn't really
1: popped off. Rich, They treat her like she's Chauncey Billups in Boston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. not nah, not gonna work. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Okay. okay. Look, look man. She's look, so awesome.
0: I I, I don't the moment Watanabe jokes. I I I engage in it. I traffic in it. I will never disrespect that woman's ability. Like never. The second they want to just say, hey, we would like to push you again. She'll be ready for it. Just press the button. Uh, she, she got the win here, so she's she's probably going to uh, secure a white belt match uh, sometime in the future. Yeah, bro, some um, of the counters in this were just...
1: Like there was a spot I forgot it was I can't remember what it was, but she turned into basically a uh, you know the a Meteoro where like Mariah had her overhead and she just turned to me. I was like Jesus Christ, she's still fucking brilliant. I, I just Momo I can't Watts believe they just be. wrote her off like this at twenty three years old.
0: A nine point oh four rating on Cage Match. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it because I'm gonna be giving away JD's uh behind the wall content, but like. She's elite. She's been elite over the last five years, even with this down push for the last year and a half. She's still elite. Now, leave it at that.
0: King of the North, never count out Momo Watanabe.
1: It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how good that woman is. It's just like, nah, you know. Like, bro, I, you know, I still have a hard time saying, no. Utami, Utami's better than her. Because I, I was like, nah, man. She's more versatile as a wrestler. Like, Utami shines, shines, shines in singles. Momo can do it all. Can do it all. Tags, trios, even the death matches, doing this heel shtick bullshit and still having quality matches with it. <laughs> Just so fucking good. Uh, anyway, um, so that the next match after this. <laughs> Shuri versus Susan Suzuki, and Good they went God, out there yes. and they and they set the high. They set a high, high, high bar for whoever is going to uh, try to top whoever has the best match in the fifteen minute. Um, block segment because this is i mean i don't think this was as good as the assuring tommy an opening night from last opening weekend from last year but it's, it's it's in the discussion as far as like the you it's gonna be it's gonna be a while where you get a match as close as good in the fifth in that same time span to beat it
0: I, it was awesome. i gotta say james i feel like i should have seen dj premier sitting ringside i should have seen large professor sitting ringside i should have seen pete rock sitting ringside i should have seen the hitmen i should have seen dr dre sitting ringside i should have seen timbaland sitting ringside why because this was real hip-hop right here like (laughs) (laughs) sherry and suzuki thank you I have I have nothing else to say. Thank you for your brilliance and your excellence in uh, Susan Suzuki. Not giving a fuck that she's twenty years old, like ha- having no back down whatsoever. Um, and and Shuri just like saying, "Yo, you're raw, but I'm, I'm way more <laughs> way more raw than that."
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Like this was incredible. Oh my god, they
1: man. beat the shit out each other. They, incredible, incredible mat wrestling. Incredible, like like subverting expectations based off when to sell, when not to sell. Um, Like, I don't know how often people have seen the Suzu spot where she gets on the apron and throws and does the German suplex throw off of the apron and sends someone to the floor. I've seen it a few times, so I know that's one of her magic tricks. But if you have not seen it before, you probably think like, this woman is like the best women's wrestler in the world. If you see some shit like that for the first time, I've seen her do it a few times. So it's you know whether it's like the funniest one when she did this Sakushi, because like Sakushi's so damn little. You know Sakushi's like Sakushi's like four nine. She sent her she sent her flying, but she sent Shuri this time. And like I was like God damn. Um, one thing a note like Shuri, she's like she's almost back to her like fighting shape. Yeah. Like she's just even, even more ripped than she has been in the past. Like, yeah, uh, you know, if this were WWE, we'd be like, she might be expecting a big push. But who knows what she's doing. Like, but she looks great right now. But yeah, man, this match was awesome, and uh, they killed it. And you know,
0: I was like four and a half on this easy, maybe I, I, higher.
1: I I I like <laughs> I like to not give the four. I like to give the Stardom five star Grand Prix matches. Like I kind of cap it at four and a half. I'm happy to four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, yeah. I've only given yeah. I've only given two 15 minute Grand Prix matches four and a half ever or no yeah two of them like uh, the the time match last year this um I gave the 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 Shuri and Takumi match uh four and three that. quarters but that was twenty minutes yeah so that's a little different but yeah man this this thing was cooking and like you know you can count, look. One of the safest bets in all of pro wrestling is Shuri in the opening weekend of a five star Grand Prix. Go the fuck off. It's
0: three years playing. in a row. Like, if you guys didn't see this match, or if you're like listening to this and you're, you still haven't like decided to jump into stardom yet, and you just listen to us talk about it. These are all kind of like mythical characters or <laughs> anything. These people aren't myths. Shuri Suzuki is real. Like, Shuri and Suzu Suzuki, they are real. They exist. Yeah. Go see them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, this thing... Now, we talked about this on the front end. I said this to Rich. Like, hey, man, we... uh, This thing has an NA for the main event, and this thing still smoked the opening of the Grand Prix. Or, of the G1. I'm sorry. It smoked it. Like, I... this thing is incredible. So, following that match, you get another awesome match. You get... You get Matani versus Suzuki. Look, man, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard people say this, older people, because, you know, there's a, there's a huge, like, generational age, like, discrepancy for the polarization of E-40, right? So this is for oh, the old heads. man. This is for the old heads. So, like, if you're 45, like, you're a person that's likely to say, and there ain't no out-rapping E-40, there ain't no out-wrestling Suzuki. This one's fucking awesome. So Bro. I'm not even so gonna like, go. I'm just
0: gonna-violent go. is like the last match was it was like it was like violence, they were kicking the shit out of each other, it was all that. Like Mayu and Hazuki come out here and just it's just this beautiful wrestling. That's just like it's it's like it's, it's still gorgeous. violent, but it's
1: just big move, big move, big move, impact move. They're awesome selling, near falls. Like the match before was just chaos of of strikes and, and suplexes. This is like Big move, beautiful wrestling, and, and like great like counters. So the closing stretch of this match. So I could have um, threw
0: these two in there with the bucks, like
1: yeah, easy, <laughs> easy. Easily. <laughs> so um closing stretch of this match, Mayu goes up, hits the uh hits the the beautiful frog splash, gets it near fall, goes back up, goes for the um goes for the moonsault. Hazuki Rolls out the way at the very last second and rolls all the way out to the floor. Mayu comes out, uh, to go, uh, for the, for the Topei. Hazuki ducks out the way. She runs it and Mayu flies into the, the crowd of, uh, of catchers. Hazuki gets into the ring, rolls out, hits my, Ma- and the ducker or the catcher's still down. Mayu has to catch Hazuki by herself. Damn near. They both almost die. Uh, uh, you know cuz they're both falling almost seemingly hit first into the bare floor because the mat they're out of space for the mats right the space massive ran out of, out of uh real estate gets up hits another one gets her into the ring and throws her into the corner puts her feet into the uh into the uh the second rope and it hits a second rope like code breaker then goes up to the uh top rope hits the senton for a near fall she makes a face like fuck i thought i was gonna beat her but she doesn't like freak out she gets a little frustration gets her up goes for the the uh the brain buster has her up there mayu slides out mayu then pushes her against the ropes huzuki comes back super kick Uh, actually not super kick but grabs her tombstone they're both down Hazuki goes into the opposite corner. Mayu goes to the opposite corner. Mayu runs to the opposite corner and hits a running claymore into the corner. I was like, "What the fuck?" So, um, and then the then the rest was just like It's academic from that point. Hazuki just is done. Gives her a big buzzsaw kick, uh, and then goes <coughs> up for the uh the moon salt. Hazuki kicks out. Goes to give her the. Uh, the 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 big two-stage dragon suplex hazuki then gets out his lamai straw kicks out at 2.999 um Hizuki, but Hazuki can't follow up she's that was her last gas she has nothing else and Mayu knows it buzzsaw kick or super kick which one camera which one and then uh hazuki no sells it go and then mayu slips ducks behind her hits the flash dragon suplex hazuki kicks it one gives her another kick and then hits her with the two stage dragon suplex I was like Jesus these two just just geniuses man D- they're just <laughs>
0: they're yeah, so man. fucking
1: good they make shit was, look um, easy
0: yeah it was just like this is why this is like this is why this shit killing the G1 I'm about to get real tribal right here <laughs> like yo like, like bro motherfuckers want to talk about tournaments you know like, you want to be like, like remember when I was on this show a couple weeks ago talking about the On heart tournament. And there are no fucking dynamic workers in, in this. This fucking tournament rolls out. Utami or Nasapoy and Starlight Kid, Utami versus Mina, Momo versus Mirai, Shuri versus Suzu Suzuki, Mayu Watani versus Hazuki, Julia versus Sarah Ono, all back to back to back to back to back. Yep. And then I got G1 days where there's one good match and shit happening. Yeah. What are we doing here? Screaming from the mountaintops. This is the best tournament in wrestling.
1: And it started, look, in Newsflash, it didn't happen just this year. This is, this is, this, is, it, the last two years, it was a better tournament. And it, obviously, it looks like we're headed towards a 3P. And I said that in the preview. And like, after watching this night, it was like, it, it's, it, it I may have undersold how big of an how big of an onslaught this this is this is this is just not even fair. It seems like man, Um, miss
0: me with Chase Owens versus Hikaleo. Like I I, no, yeah, I I I don't want to hear it. Evil and Finley, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Sonata struggling in the main events. I don't want to hear it.
1: (laughs) Tell who you want. So, so you know, we went on this rant now and then. Like after this comes Julia versus (laughs) Cerritano. So these these two start off with uh, I believe they start off with some man loons get in the ring they start off with some Matt wrestling, end up on the floor or out outside on the apron. They take it out to their horizontal ramp. And then they basically, uh, tease, uh, like the Shuri and Julia spot from, uh, Sumo hall that I was at, uh, at the end of last year. And except what they end up doing is she's, or, Ano slips out of it and then she gives Julia the big uh, vertical suplex on the on the chairs and then yes. Su, the back of Suzu's head is busted open It's not Suzu but uh, Ano, and she's bleeding for the rest of the match from the back of her head and it trickles down and she's, you know, because she's a, a goddamn, you know, as we talked about a low-life scumbag, she's just reveling in the part where like, I got blood, what I, I got blood in the match. I love it. And then they proceed to throw each other into each opposite sides, uh, opposite of... Uh, just
0: dumping each other on the chairs, chairs over and uh, over uh, sets again. The
1: Chairs or whatever else around the ringside, they get in the ring, and they proceed to go out there and just kill it again. They have basically another sprint match after that or whatever else. It's, it's just awesome. And ultimately ends up going to a draw where uh, Juliet, the last thing, got the, at the glamorous driver, but end up getting um only getting a one count from Daichi as the bell rang, but it was awesome. So, I gave look, this four and on a quarter.
0: Yeah, man. Um... I feel like I, we may be underrating some of this stuff too. Like these these cage match scores are off the charts on this show. Well, I, don't know I, if you I, see them.
1: I yeah, I've seen it. I thought at first like it might be a little high. I, I, and honestly, like I wanted to rewatch this. I, I watched this on like three hours sleep, but I was like I was yeah, in love man. with these matches. And also, that I didn't shit. mention it, but I gave that Hazuki uh, and uh, Mayu match four and a quarter as well. So like we're just followed four and a half, four and a quarter, four and a quarter. Yeah, man. But, um, and,
0: and, and we may be being conservative. Like, right, like, like, right, right, like, but. Go out of your way to see this stretch of matches, the Shuri versus starting from the Shuri match to the Julia match. This three stretch or three match stretch. These matches are all under 15 minutes. Right. So and, and the reason why these, these matches, will take the you less why, than an hour. Right.
1: And the reason why we're giving these ratings like the like these four and a quarter, four and a half things, because like the quality the, of these matches are easily four and a half. They just go short. Like, yeah. the, the amount of action and, and pacing you see in these things are fucking excellent. Like, these are, like, easy rewatchable. You will throw these on and just have a blast. Like, this is why I love the Grand Prix so much. It's like, it's sprint wrestling at its finest, and it's the best thing Stardom does. Is like singles matches that go, like, 13 minutes. They're awesome.
0: Th- this, um... This match was a sicko match, a true it, it, sicko it match with with Julia and and Honor. They did a a pile driver through the Japanese table yep. on the outside of the ring as yep. well. Yes, um,
1: that was basically tons like, of
0: like because, just because, top because, rope moves, because, say, big because bumps. Ono,
1: because Honor got the suplex on the on the thing after they threw each other around in the sections of the chairs. That's how that's how Julia came back with the with the big uh, power driver on the table. Yeah,
0: yeah, man, this was this was excellent as well. Yeah. Like just the just such a contrast of styles here like uh from the last couple of matches like as pretty as it was with Miyo Hazuki it was like I always called Julia the ruffian right but yep. like she mucking this shit up and then making that shit like looking like, like yo we can do whatever you want you want a brawl we can
1: go we do anything except for fly <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, look, I don't really need this match after what happened in that NASA Boy strap match. And it was like, what strap match? That shouldn't pretend it never happened. Like, don't fucking do that shit no more. She's awesome. She's a great, like, you know, I've said this to you over the years. Like, I know she's very good. I don't know how good. Well, when she's in stardom, she's going to be fucking great because she's in there with other wrestlers on her on her level or better. Um, And she's good enough. And she's and she's damn good. At, well, it's so like she, and she gets to do this. She, she gets to be able to wrestle her full potential as opposed to being, you know, around the scene, not being pushed that hard. She's a freelancer and does stuff here, there, and everywhere, so she doesn't really get a concerted push, and these other promotions don't have, like, a straight stream of, of challengers and all that kind of stuff. So, like, this is the best place for her. And, um, you know, as far as, you know, match to match, bell to bell quality, and look, she's already living up to it. Cause she's been, she's had some, she's had some bangers this year in stardom. You know, it's the one dub when that's boy in the strap match excluded, but
0: do yeah, what she, you have to do to see this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you talked about the main event. Um, it was starting out very well, uh, you know, but it had the same thing, as I mentioned. Like, it's, you know, a lot of Julia, a lot of Tam, like, the wrestle on the outside It kind of makes me check out. Be like, all right, let me know when y'all get back in the ring. I'll say
0: this. Like, like coming directly off the Julia and Otto match, like, it felt like they, like, subconsciously influenced the start of this main event.
1: I think they were going to do that regardless because it was like... yeah because it's those two and you know, you think of their great, you think of their sumo hall match that they've had and they love to jump off shit. And they love to do like Rana's off of, off of crazy spots. Like, cause they started out with like, you know, Kamatani, a time. Like, the, you know, they were in the ring for what, maybe two, three minutes before they went out there and spent five minutes out there. And they already did a springboard and Tam caught into a, uh, into a anti-air RKO. They had already started. They already started off with the shits. So they were trying to, they were trying to, you know, in their way top, whatever was out there and that these are the consequences when you try to go that hard that high and um you know nobody you know obviously this wasn't intentional this is a freak accident and everything else i just hope kamatani you know comes back better and stronger from this and cuz i'm really bummed out cuz like bro like i've told i've raved you about that match he had with Shuri. i wanted to see another one of those like that that's my that might be my second favorite uh maybe my second favorite uh kamatani match ever in a singles capacity so um yeah um it sucks, uh, but yeah, do you man. Think, no, do but you think like,
0: we're gonna someone's gonna replace her, and and if she does get a replacement, um, who would you like it to be?
1: Tekla. Um, Tekla. I I I wanted Tekla to. Um, I thought Tekla should have been in here. Quite frankly, there aren't twenty wrestlers in this promotion better than her. Um, and you know it sucked that she barely missed out last year, but um, yeah, um, it should be her. I know there are people who are going to be saying, you know, what about my or Edo or, or, or C? I mean, look, there's a half a dozen wrestlers that are good enough to be in this tournament, even with the cutoff at 20. Unfortunately, not everybody can make it. Um, and if I had my choice, I would go with Tekla. Because, like, if you're going to lose Kamatani, you're going to have to have somebody make it. That's the thing about it. Like, cause Kamatani was, you know, Probably I, think a lot of main you, I, I think me and you were both. I think me and you both would say this. I think me. I think she was the second best woman's wrestler in the world last year. Yeah. So you're you're losing like this tournament is going to be hurting without a, a level a wrestler of that level in here. So you need to try to you know approximate. Make the, make the points. take the points match. Where you need somebody to be able to close enough to replicate that level of production. So put Tekla in. If she only wins, you know, six points, so be it. Uh, but you just rejigger the points around to make it work. Man,
0: bro, I was bummed, man. Like I, <laughs> I was, I was bummed. I was like, man, because I woke, up, I found out she got injured before I watched the match. I, I just, yeah, because of, of Mike. Was it because of Mike? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was Mike. I, okay. I think I just saw it on Twitter, okay, or whatever. But um, yeah, I was just like,
1: fuck, like, like,
0: and just, it's just hoping something different happened when I watched it. I don't, I don't know what I was expecting different to happen, but um, yeah, like. It, like if that shit goes down, like you know, this match like goes off the way it was supposed to. Like looking at this show, this is like
1: it's up there, man. I mean, this year alone, right? Have there been five better match? Better first? Have you? Been, sorry, 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 sorry. Have there been five better shows you've seen this year? Even with <sighs> the dead, even with the dead main event. Yeah,
0: it, it's 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 hard to say because you know I just forget. Right, some, right. I'll probably
1: forget some, overlook some shit. I but, think like, the uh what revolution was yeah, revolution? revolution was, up what, was the, there. what was the best pay-per-view aew had this year was it was revolution i think it was revolution or yeah. forbidden door one of the two uh so revolution forbidden door stardom's um or revolution forbidden door wrestlemania night one um i'm not saying it's as good as i'm saying things off the top of my head uh the stardom yokohama arena show and uh was it Russell um, Kingdom? N- not Russell Kingdom night? Not Russell Kingdom, but um Sakura Genesis. Okay. Or you want to throw both of them on there? But I think yeah. that I think that this show was better than some of the ones I mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like
0: Dream Kingdom. Yeah, that was up there. Yeah. Um, well, Dream Kingdom
1: yeah, was in the last year.
0: Or whatever. What's Yokohama one? Um, Arena. yeah, Yokohama Arena. Yeah.
1: It's called what? Stardom All Star Dream Queendom? No, drop. It's Stardom All Star, All Star Cinderella or Dreams. Whatever. It's Yokohama Arena. It makes Muto it
0: easier finals to say. Final Show. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that was
1: way up there too. That's true.
0: All Star Grand Queen
1: Queendom. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, all these all these joints sound the same, dog. Yeah,
1: right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only one I know is Dream Queendom because that's the that's Sumo Hall joint. Um, yeah, but yeah, just uh, an awesome. Awesome show. Awesome. So, Zekumaki asked us uh before the show started, like to uh to who do we think are the top five workers in stardom. Um wow, that's really tough because like you could say like you can say like a, say, like, a dozen combos. people. <laughs> all a lot so of good. different combos
0: here. Um I said a lot of different combos.
1: Yeah. Uh so for me, how I've always done it. Is I've always done a tiered ranking system where like I have Shiri and Mayu as the top two and like however you want to put it, th- it that's it. Um, just because of the versatility and the level of um, the level of quality and the things they will do to themselves to get a match over and also just their skill level. Um, I think they're just notches above everybody else. No disrespect, but they're, they're, they they ha- they fill more holes uh, in the uh, what do you call it like the the attribute thing like creative players than anybody else in my opinion in, in Stardom. Those two. Then after that, I would, you know, for years, I had Momo right after that in Utami. Um, the last year or so has made me be like, well, is Utami, well, the attribute of motivation is is ticking down, it seemed. So, like, I kind of put her, I, I kind of feel like Utami has been in front of her as far as the motivation. Not the skill, just the motivation. Um, we'll see, you know, this could obviously change because, if you know, giving a fuck you can turn that on or off. It's a light switch. Um so that's kind of I had it. And then after that, because of the level of the number of great matches and everything, I would have Tam there. Um and then basically on the same tier, I would have Julia.
0: I I think I'm gonna go uh I'll go Shuri. Uh I'll go Saikamatani, I'll go Mayu. I will go Utami. And I'll go with Zumi for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, like going off of, what do you say? uh, Outworking people. See, like I'm a little, I'm a little different when it comes to it. It's like, hey, the the output of high quality matches, the output of high quality matches. So I'm kinda giving that a, a nod as opposed to just straight out who I think are just a flat out just like the cleanest workers and like then I'm I would have a and Azumi out, on there yeah. if, if if I had to switch <laughs> that up, right? Yeah. Um I w- I would move Tam and Julia down to make room for Azuki and Azumi in that case. But mm-hmm. um yeah. I, I get you, I get it totally. Yeah.
0: I uh, hope hope that answers the question. Um <laughs> but um Moving on, um, so we had some news from AEW today. Uh, Roosh has re-signed with with AEW, presumably a longer-term deal. The uh, terms are not out yet or anything like that, but I'm sure it'll hit the uh, news feed and all that. And i got to say, happy to uh, see Roosh re-sign. Uh, I think he did an excellent job. Like you know, last year he was like on his best behavior and yep. came in. He wrestled a bunch of hard ass matches, like with yep. a lot of the roster: Hangman hey, Page, John Moxley, yep. Brian Danielson, uh, Bandito, I believe. Um, he he had just a lot of great like TV matches, and then I'm like, man, uh, I'm looking at all these. Uh, you know, I was watching the AAA show. I was watching WWE go to Mexico uh and and do well i was like man can we just like can 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 we push um roosh one and then two turn him baby face because man i'm looking at this this roster of heels right now Mm -hmm. it's so overrun especially like you know he wasn't broken through yet right i'm like man somebody got to go the other way and i'm like why not this guy like he's got obviously tons of charisma I don't think much is going to change about his work, his, his wrestling style. If he turns babyface, um, And I, I just like the guy like based on the last year of stuff that he's done.
1: Yeah. Same here. Um, I also have some uh, political concerns about him as far as like, you know, will he do real jobs? Mm-hmm. Is he willing to do real jobs? Uh, but outside of that, like, as far as his work and his effort and motivation, like, you know, we talked about this when he first came in, uh, we were like, you know, you said it, like, I'm not really, you know, at first you were like, I don't know, because obviously he don't give a fuck a lot, right? Like we talked about, well, yeah. like, it's a light switch. And I was, I said to you like, bro, the money will make him turn that shit on. And luckily I was right that the money has made in the, in the, in the recognition and being on, you know, American television has made him turn that shit on. And like, when he, when he has a match, I am, I look, I will watch it. Cause he's that, he's that level of guy when he's on. Um, so yeah, I'm glad he's back. i want you to see how, you know, he grows more roots into, into AW and who he matches up with. Cause like, there's a lot of guys that he hasn't wrestled yet. Like, um, you know, you mentioned him, his baby face turn potentially and what that could be. Cause obviously how charismatic he is and everything. And it's like, I would love to see his baby face versus swerve. That'd be awesome.
0: hmm.
1: I mean, there's a lot of people like to see mm-hmm. Russell swerve, but the same thing was with, with Roosh. Like a lot of people like to see Roosh wrestle too.
0: Yeah. Um, like uh, I'm just thinking about all the heels that are, that are around now. You mentioned Swerve. There's Jay White. There's uh, Jungle Boy. There's oh my god. Him and Jay uh, White would just have a chop fest. That'd be good. Yeah, be really good. There's yeah. um Ricky Starks who's back back Hill There's Powell's Hobbs. There's yep. Big Bill. There's like Kanosuke Takeshita. Uh, just like tons of people. Just like in that range. Uh, and then it, you think about the babyface side and it's like all right. There's Orange Cassidy. There's the elite that's around. Um. And then it's like, who who else? Like you know, there's CM Punk that's kinda doing this weird thing. But um yeah, like I I I think Rush I think Rush can like carve out his own like, you know his own deal. Like in and, and you know, I, I I think the guy's like proven enough now at this point. And he's like, you know, if, if he signed for quite a long time, shit, and uh, you, you gotta get somebody going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, moving on from that, um, there was a big match last Friday night. I want to talk about uh, it. was Willow Nightingale taking on Athena in uh, the main event of the Ring of Honor pay per view. And James, this ruled. Um, yeah. This was, uh, you know, two black women in the main event, uh, pushed as such on commentary and. Uh, Talked about as much in the post show by Athena, uh, which I think everybody should check out her interview. I need Um, to check that out. I think that with the, I thought it was a very bold decision um, to do the finish how they did, Um, but I I wasn't, I I didn't hate it at all because I feel like I feel like Willow's destiny is somewhere else other than uh, the the Ring of Honor Women's Title, uh, respectfully. Um, You know this was their third match and it looks like this was planned to go on last. This wasn't like a, uh, a last minute uh, decision. This was like a couple of weeks ago is locked in. Um, You know, they did have some issues with this card, like, you know, people dropping out and stuff like that. But um, just when it comes to the work on this one, like they had the crowd going crazy. Um, They came in, there both looking like stars and it was like, I love this. Like, like let's, 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 you know, Let's get this kind of wrestling represented in AEW
1: at so, the top levels. So in the middle of the match, probably like the first half of the match, I had this thought. I can't remember seeing a woman's match with this much cool shit in it as far as like, nif- not nifty, but like cool looking moves in it. Whereas like they're rare moves, right? It's like they're doing stuff with like a little twist on it to make it look, make it look different. I haven't seen a match with this much cool shit in it since like the Azumi and Starlight Kid high speed match from back in February in a woman's match. I was very impressed with the stuff they did. And I got to say, like after a while, as we talked about, like watching four hours of sprint wrestling at the highest of levels <laughs> um, over the weekend, watching a woman's wrestling match wrestled at a um, an American main event pace at the first, I was like, what the fuck were people talking about by praising this match at first? And then the moves start coming. I was like, okay, never mind. They're building. They're building. I, I, I my brain, they have, Sargon has ruined my brain. I just want people to get straight to the shits, right? Like, for, forget all of the, forget all that stuff. Just go straight to it, straight to the ass kicking. And, um, they, they, they just told a great story back and forth and everything. And it reminded me a lot of like the, um, you know, the, the, like the late, Teens take over women's matches, title matches. Like it, right? Really reminded me of those. Like, um, and obviously, you know, Athena with her run as Ember Moon with Oscar and everything it has the, has a couple of those in her bag or whatever else in her resume. But like, this was one that she'd be like, "Look, it's been a long time. Um, I was kind of chewed up and spit out in WWE or whatever else. And even while I was doing good work in, back in NXT, I didn't get you know whatever. They let me go. I'm um, in." You know, AEW now I'm in Ring of Honor, and she has like taken her role and has like, she's the best. She's the best woman's wrestler that's that's based in America this year. She just is. Yeah, and Willow's not too far behind. She's somewhere in the top five too. She um they they had a great match, and um like I me personally, me personally. I got into the match after because I knew the uh, when they traded, you know, their, their kickouts of their each other's finisher. I was like, that's not the end. I didn't fall for either one of those. But when she hit the second, or uh, she calls it the O face, she hits the second O face. Almost called the Eclipse, it's not the Eclipse anymore. She called hit the second O face and she slapped on the cross face. I thought that immediately. I was like, oh, this is great because they're going now. Like she's going to make the ropes. Everyone, you know, really into it. and then, Like we're going to go like three more minutes and then get a finish. And she she, well, milked that uh milked that uh submission and eventually uh passed out and that was the end. But they were on like they were at greatness already. But like they could have they could have gotten to the four and a half territory if they had got back up after that one. They they were they were dangerously close to getting four and a half stars out of James Boyd uh with that slow ass start. That match was cooking and uh, it was really fun to watch. And like, um, yeah, like. Willow's another person that we talked about kind of like with Mina. You could throw her into the most improved this year, too. Um, yeah. Give, obviously, a lot that is given, like, you know, major minutes or whatever else compared to, other compared to like, what she was doing before uh, in her uh, wrestling schedule. But um, she's – I mean, if she hasn't, like, made people stand and, and take notice yet, then, like, you've been under the rock. You just ain't – and not paying attention because, like, she has done – Like she's got something going right. The last like six months, maybe longer than that, you could say. Like she's done incredible. Yeah. Um.
0: I I was just watching this match, and it was just like so evident that this is the way (laughs) women's wrestling should be represented in AEW. Like, and you know, no disrespect to um, you know anybody that's there now that's doing their thing and all that, but it's like the like like the effort's got to be there but you got somebody like i you know i, I never really thought they had the person to, to really connect all the dots like with the work yeah. and the um the the overness and then the personality kind of until willow nightingale has, has come along and you know started to heat up the way she has i feel like the rest of this you know the immediate direction in this promotion needs to be about Willow Nightingale's chase of the championship. Eventually, um, yeah, it's it's fairly obvious to me that that should be the play. Like, you know, you want to wait and get Jamie Hader back, cool, and and, and let her do her thing, cool. Uh, you you want to still keep the Outcasts in the mix. You want to keep Brit in the mix. You want to keep Thunder in the mix. You know, when when she's back, cool. The future is Willow. Like in the now, that she has a real great argument. It needs to be Willow.
1: That look, um, you watch that match and you think about the last time they had a, a woman's match that good in the company that was December. And it's like, why aren't either one of these two like the on Wednesdays or Saturdays holding one of their one of the two belts? That's kind of how I felt. Respect to Statlander, no disrespect to Tony Storm, but it's like. What are we doing here? Like, you know, and it was interesting because remember, like Tony Storm and Athena both showed up back in NXT on the same show. And like, remember me, you were, I mean, you were talking about that at the time. I was like, bro, like Ember's out wrestling her like since they came back and that ain't ain't exactly changed. But it's not like Tony Storm's been no slouch either. She's done well, but it's like Ember, like I, I put it like this. Can we get? Can we possibly get Tony? Can we possibly get Rossi Ogao on the phone? If you talk about replacements for uh, side Kamatani, can we get uh, Athena in as a replacement for Kamatani? <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Like she, she has been great this year. She really has, and you know, I'm really happy for her because you know she had the uh, the Achilles injury or whatever else. People almost like, you know, she didn't get pushed up WB. being a lot of people like just like when Viz don't want to push somebody, they just think, oh, that person stinks. Now, like, no. No, no no don't don't trust your don't trust the in-ring wrestling skills of a wrestler based off this man's you know weird fetishes stop that um and she's 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 one of the you know
0: you know she don't she doesn't, wear,
1: she doesn't have to wear she she doesn't have to wear uh sorry
0: I was gonna say she doesn't have to wear red contacts anymore you know she can just. <laughs>
1: Go out there and do her thing. Yeah, she doesn't have to like be confused on whether or not she her her, her muse is the moon or if she is the moon. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, just uh she's one of the she's one of the big positive like post WE um like run like people. Like, you know, there's people like Matt Cardona, there's people like Moxley, there's people like her. Um right, same th- you say the same thing about people like Tony Storm, whatever else, like she's definitely on that list of people that like have done very well for themselves post Leaving the E. Happy for her. Because I always thought that she was one of the best workers that we had in women's in Amrest in, in women's Amrest. And she's showing it. Um and she's a workhorse too. She, she's out there almost every week out there on them shows. I I, I don't watch, I hear about them, and I, I see the highlights, and I'm just like, it feels like she's like the best wrestler on the fucking promotion. Oh.
0: It's you know, it, and it all started with the brand. She, sorry, she, look, it, it all started when she hit a white lady too hard, you know, and everybody started, you know, clutching their booty cheeks together, and and not, you know, realizing that you know how how the shit, you know, whatever happened between them, like you come, you look, it's y'all fault, you know, like, <laughs> y- y'all did this.
1: You know. She's doing, she's doing, she's doing, quote unquote, real rap wrestling. And, you know, the, a, lot of, a lot of folks ain't built for that. No, no, no disrespect against them. But like, you put on what she puts on and you put on what they put on. Or you tell me what, 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 like, what viscerally strikes you. Like, what gets your blood pumping? is doing that. Willow's doing that. Jamie Hader's doing that. Carl Sheet is doing that. Emmy's doing that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, bring these two women to AEW Dynamite, please. Said for a reason. Um, <laughs> so let's get to blood and guts. Um, excellent show uh, last week. Um, just just loaded from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, and this was like, you know, you got your big culmination of blood and guts in the main event. Uh, we opened up Jack Perry taking on hook for the FCW championship. This man, Jack Perry comes out, they play the music. He doesn't walk out. And then they cut to a video. He's in the desert. He's burying his boots. Um, he's digging a hole. Like he's, he's at casino and he's and he's ready to uh, turn on Nikki Santoro and hit him with the bats and beat him to a pulp and throw him in a hole. Um, if you've never seen Casino, uh, please please go see it. It's,
1: it's great, and but it's also like hilarious with like an unintentional comedy. Yes, yeah,
0: yes. Um, <laughs> Joe Pesci, all time performance. Okay. Um, so, um, Jack then comes out to Beethoven's fifth, I believe. And then he's also uh, wearing all black, and then he has a black version of the boots, kind of like a version of ruches or Tessie Unite's boots. Okay. And um, he – uh, what what did you think of this, of this entrance? Because I, I saw people like talking about it, and they didn't quite understand, but it's such a departure from – you
1: know. Well, he's different now, so you got to give him different. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was bad. I, it was fine because, like, <sighs> I liked it for what he's trying to do. I liked it for what he's trying to do. Like, do I think it's like, you know, do I think he needs to come out here looking like Alistair, or sorry, Malachi Black? Not necessarily, but, like, this is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> like you got you gotta you gotta transition from evil to sayingness like it, it's it's yeah it, it, it's there steps. are
0: levels yeah there's there, levels. there are levels down you need to go yeah
1: <laughs> no i think yeah I there's, up, there's but, levels you there's save. different he has to go through the different circles of hell to get to where you know Malachi is in the house of black yeah
0: yeah um but you know what
1: they mean of that man shows up with like uh like the uh, the Michael Beasley rookie starter kit, where all of a sudden that man shows up one week. All of a sudden he has like fifteen tat tattoos That's- on him. He's like, oh, wait, where did this where did these come from? I just saw you before the drive. You have no tattoos. Now all of a sudden you just you got to you got to now all you got a sleeve. What's going on? We're
0: gonna be seeing Jack Perry drinking beer and smoking marble Reds on the side of the <laughs> building and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, um. But yeah, he then uh, proceeds to give Hook the best match of Hook's life. Um, <laughs> uh, and winning the fail-to-win championship in a process, uh, Jack wins the FTW belt. Uh, I-, I liked everything up until, you know, they did the dumb finish, the-, the the cheating finish, and it was like... It was like not a particularly creative one.
1: Not at all. It w- Look, I didn't see this match live. I saw... Uh, By the time I got to uh, my screen to watch it, I saw just the the rough bump and then the thing, and and I had to rewatch it, and I was like, I don't know if I even want to... I had to like double my efforts to actually rewatch it eventually, because I was like, man, fuck this. Fuck the end of this match. I don't give a... It could have been a five-star classic, and I don't give a fuck about this match. I was so furious looking at the end of this thing, and that's all I saw with no context or whatever happened before then. I, I hated it. I really... I was like, it's so lazy. It's the cheapest of heat. Go to hell! I was like, "It's like, why is Jarrett back there telling them how to do these finishes? Like, who was who back there giving giving them all the all the bad old Carney finishes to get out of this shit?" Oh, that was just nasty. It was nasty, man. It really was.
0: Put the arm on Hook. Beat him. Uh, hook streak is over. Um, and I guess you rebuild Hook from here. But uh, Perry this has man now
1: is a new failure to win champion. Outstanding. Amazing. Um,
0: they show a video of, of Callus and Jericho having a meal together. Um, security basically kicks them the fuck out. Then we've
1: got uh, more. When did when did Longhouse when did Longhorn Steakhouse get security like that to kick people out?
0: You know, I don't know.
1: Okay, because I, I see you know, Jericho in a restaurant. It, it, that's the first thing I'm assuming after that man lost the fucking world title at the Longhouse Longhorn you Steakhouse. Know,
0: you know, Callus keep the keep the security on deck, you know. Oh man. You no, know, because he's pie, you know. Um he then didn't bring we Mexico. got
1: Mexico.
0: You know, look, look, he went to Mexico, he went and saw about it. <laughs> he should look, he should have brought the security with him there. Yeah, he should have.
1: Then um, we got an update. Is he okay?
0: I think he's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um uh, so we got more MJF and Adam Cole pre-tape shenanigans. I think this one was abysmal. Um, they were at Kowloon Restaurant, oh, um, talking about how spicy the Chinese food was. I was like, "All right, man, this was this was like a step away from that sushi um, skit that Zoe Stark and Io Shirai did that one time." Um,
1: but the joke, but, but the joke on that one was that like. Aha! Uh-huh, these foreigners have funny, nasty food. Where, like, the joke on this was like, "Oh, these white guys can't. Don't, these, these white guys have no tone, have no palate for for heat." I thought so. Like, I thought in a good way. It was like, "Well, the joke is actually on them, not at the expense of uh the restaurant."
0: Yeah, the I thought I I the food. You mean either
1: way? It's still kind of like it's still the hokey, you know, sports entertainment stuff. I get it.
0: Yeah, the food didn't even look particularly appetizing. I was like, really? I was like, they getting ripped off out here. Uh,
1: you know, well, it, well, you know, it's like
0: they don't know no better.
1: Well, no, nah, it was like the whole thing is like MJF wanted to go to a better restaurant, and like the more common man is Adam Cole. And meanwhile, like they're getting a, they're getting this food and it's super hot, and then like they're they're scarfing down or they suck down their drinks, and their drinks were like just raw alcohol, and they were like. They didn't sell that that well, but it reminded me of like when um, him and Jericho had that argument over like they want to take the more raw uh steak and then they both mm-hmm. basically like ordered blue, or where you're going to basically mm-hmm. just like, hey, just just wipe this cow's ass and bring it out. Um, yeah. It was one of those. It was like, okay, they're just being goofballs. And like, hey, I, it is dumb. It is, but I do enjoy their present, their chemistry together. They, they're really good and funny together as far as like their dynamic. I, I really do enjoy it. And somehow this has become like, my favorite thing in the company outside of Blood and Guts (laughs) I don't know how they've done it but I just enjoy this stupid shit I really do
0: yeah um then they um I I feel like they got their head slapped on some P.F. Chang shit like hold on man this shit ain't even good dog
1: oh man (laughs) you you really ain't old shit you need to let that go you need to let that go.
0: I ain't had PF Change since.
1: I I I'm 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 sure. I'm sure. You know, bring me some hibachi, you know. You
0: know, take me to Benny or Kobe's or something. But um after that, um they got uh back to uh the arena. Marvez and Jericho pulls up. Jericho does pull up with the eight pack. Uh, he's he's uh wearing a, wearing an open shirt, make sure everybody can see. And um, Marvez as uh, Jericho made a decision, and they called him a fathead idiot. Then we got Doctor Britt Baker versus Kayla Sparks. Yep. Um, Britt Baker obviously was eliminated earlier from the tournament. Yep, by Ruby. Time to get some wins because it seems like you know. Like whatever's happening at All In, I'm sure Britt Baker's gonna be involved. So get ready. Um, multiple uh, wins here. Uh, she she got a 90 second squash. You know, good representation for uh, women's wrestling here. And Boy, um,
1: um, Rich, did you see the, the tweet that I sent to you earlier today? I did. I did. So um, this is a tweet from uh from. Wrestling Mark 16 on Twitter, right? Oh,
0: that's always nice.
1: Yeah. Amount of women's wrestling on wrestling shows this week. Smackdown, 14 minutes. Collision, 9 minutes. Raw, 6 minutes. Rampage, 5 minutes. NXT, 5 minutes. Impact, 4 minutes. Dynamite, 1 minute. 44 minutes over 14 hours of television to a whopping 5.2%
0: and honestly they could have just left this off
1: so rich uh you know what this match reminded me of what do you remember like when they would do the ta- the uh, NXT tape tape or sorry the NXT tapings 2 weeks after a takeover or uh, yeah. 8 days after a takeover and they would mm-hmm. like basically like have the you know the winners and losers or whatever else the losers would come back like the for like the first two tapings and they will all get their wins back after they lost in like mm-hmm. in enhancement matches this was like Brit like getting her enhancement match win like Shayna Baszler when she lost the title to uh to Rhea Rip like immediately coming out here and just getting, getting whooping someone's ass quickly and decisively like immediately after losing a match like and Brit has lost a lot uh, this year compared to her pre or, you know, her previous years in AEW. But like, this was like, all right, we cut off the bleeding enough. We are reestablishing it. Like that shit that we we're, we we're, we we're going on to a new phase with Britt Breaker. We were not having to do a bunch of jobs. It seemed like, like, cause there was no need for her to be, have a 90 second little squash. It was just like establish like, Hey, bring her out here. She's a star. Let her be somebody to remind people that she is a star, even though she's done some jobs. That's what it reminded me of.
0: Got a good reaction. And, you know, yeah. um, yeah um after that uh then we got MJF and adam cole talking about backstage they then presented each other uh basically they revealed they had matching trunks and then they had matching ring jackets made those jackets are hideous um
1: (laughs) absolutely completely hideous yeah
0: um and then uh Roger Strong comes in yelling for Cole wearing a neck brace. Bro, I'm tired of seeing Roger Strong, bro. Like, take this neck brace off this nigga. You still hurt? Get over this. You gotta put in a submission move. Fuck. Oh, yeah. After that, uh, Jericho joined commentary, um, and he cut his music off before the crowd could keep singing Judas, but they sang anyway. Um, then Adam Cole or MJF came out and then he was you know like yeah you know uh, come on out Cole and then all of a sudden MJF's music hits again but it's not his music it's a mashup of the MJF and Adam Cole song uh, I heard this and I died laughing I was like this goddamn it! idiot like MJF is gonna get like mashups with like half the roster at this rate
1: bro it sounded so bad and it, it sounded and I've never, I've never positively reacted to something that I thought was just abysmal sounding to my ears that well. I I was like, this is awful. This is great. <laughs> this, is my- this is terrible. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason or coordination or any way to think, think these two things go together at all. But they put together because they're two fucking hams and they're doing a stupid story. And I like the story. I'm sorry. I just like it because they're, they're they're really like I really enjoy their chemistry. It is it is fucking working. Like, they're it made no sense. They clashed. It didn't sound good at all. But the crowd ate it up. I ate it up. Whatever, man. Like, you do what you want when you popping, and they are popping right now. They really are.
0: Yep. Then we got MJF and Adam Cole against Sam McVar and Daniel Garcia, and they began this thing with. Oh my god! I don't god. even know what, bro. I don't even know what kind of dance off I could describe it as. Um, but they started with Garcia and Guevara, quickly went over to MJF who displayed. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Tell, tell me how long, look. You, you with the JSA, you, how long were they, you like to do the jokes about Tam and the And how long were Guevara and Garcia practicing the to moves together in coordination like that? How long were they doing that for?
0: Man, it, it seemed like probably not long because like Garcia, you know, kind of got like a natural thing going on. It seems like he does this in his spare time, but Sammy clearly does not. So and Sammy was doing his best to keep up. But um, that being said, Sammy was not the worst person in this match.
1: <laughs> he was not. Oh. Oh, so um, Yeah. Um, so MJF goes out there, he does his dance, he's you know, he's bad, whatever, it's fine. Then it's time for Cole. Cole. Cole Cole ain't got no dance moves, so what he decides to do, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna air hunch. I'm just gonna <laughs> Just going, yeah. just going, much? over and over and over, and then the and it was so bad that the crowd just turned the music off, or like the uh, the PA just or that uh, whoever is controlling the music just turns it off. Is like, nah, man, record scrouch, What the fuck is this? What are you doing? You you ruined you ruined the whole feng shui of the whole entire vibe. Everything's off kilter. You ruined it. Let's just have a match.
0: Yeah, man. I I was watching this. I was like, I was just looking around. I was like, ah. All right. Let's let's
1: bro. They let's, this let's
0: get let's go let's get to it. Rich, like
1: Rich, this was Pro Wrestling Wave brought by way of AEW Dynamite. This was co- yeah. this was comedy wrestling. This was like our match is X amount of time for the first third or half of it we're going to do comedy and then we'll give them the last half. We'll give them what people actually want. That's exactly what this was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was I was just like, wow. Like It just seems such a departure. I was like, I don't enjoy this. Um, and then they got to the match. Yep. And then they got to like the Cole and MJF formula is like treated like is this house show tag match. And then like um, kind of build towards like some double team moves at the end and yes. just like pair off. Uh, and then it built basically to hit them hitting the double clothesline and the fucking arena comes unglued. Yes. They hit this double clothesline. Uh, MJF does a fucking dive. uh And, yes. and acts act like he's completely like, you know, this is completely against his nature. Like he, he didn't know it would feel that good doing it and looked around and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, this was... This, people were going crazy for this.
1: Bro, uh, This is a guy that countered it to catch the like clothesline off the top rope by laying on his feet. But he's but, we're spo- but he's but and then sells you, and the crowd buys it that he can't do. A, he's incapable of doing a pay. It's like, is he a great wrestler or not? Have you not seen this dude do anything before? Like y'all really think he's the Miz? Don't y'all?
0: Bro, MJF <laughs> has them worked. On every and, and that's level. the
1: thing. He sells it so well as if he isn't capable, but he's not. And that's the reason why he's able to do certain things that he can't He can get away with another time, so he'll try something he can't get away with. That's the reason why he's always out here like this. It's a roller coaster with him because he's always telling this line between his capabilities and, you know, the and kind of way he kind of sets his world. It, it's, it's, it's really fascinating at times to see how this goes for him from week to week, so honestly, it really is.
0: Yeah. Because, like, you can see, like, like, We talked about it last year with with those promos and everything he was doing. It was like had people wrapped around his finger, essentially. Whether you know you thought he was like the whole shoot thing, like people will swear to God that was real, and then like it's you know he's got the whole contract situation, which I think we all can wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know what's going on there. Um, And then like (laughs) between um, his peaks and valleys between the Danielson stuff and the four pillars and then this he is a very eclectic kind of performer like you almost don't know what you're going to get from him
1: everything's on the table you know what he is he's a restaurant he's almost like a che- he's almost like the cheesecake factory like the menu there's so many things he can choose from and the problem is there's so much to choose from that like you like It needs to be curated down and pared down to focus so you can focus on more you know more clearly and have more clarity for the viewer as opposed to being able to be the person that does you know the dance shit and then the goofy you know you know Vegas trips with Jericho and JS or sorry, uh, Inner Circle, and then do this wacky stuff with Cole, and then you know cut promos about how he's doing switch rules with car accidents with women that were giving him blowjobs. Like it's always, it's there's so much stuff he does, and it's like, bro, you you are <laughs> that's you're you need to shorten your bandwidth. You're doing way too much, uh, and like I'm not saying pick a lane, but it's like. Pick a lane for a certain time and then go to this certain thing with a certain time. Don't be going in, to different things where you're doing. You're basically fighting people in one year, and it feels like he's been five different people in like the last ten or last two years or year and a half. It's, it's really really strange. Um, yeah. And like that's why you get like this fluctuation of highs and lows. It's like, bro, like you were a totally different dude two months ago. What what's going on here?
0: So I was wrong. Garcia and Rivera did not win. Um, Unfortunately, but but. <clears throat> FTR's music then hit. They came out. Yeah. And man.
1: Second time. Second time on Dynamite.
0: Yeah. Um, These guys came out. um, Went face to face with Cole MJF. I think it's pretty clear who um, what team is more popular right now. Um, There was a promo on Collision with Dax Harwood where he was very bothered and gotten to uh, about everything. You know that that's going on with with MJF and Cole, and saying you know we not we not playing no games essentially, and you know got kind of a
1: negative reaction for it. Um, to be th- fair, do you, okay. So how much of it do you think was in kayfabe, and how much do you think it was like him trying to toe the line of like I, I'm you know I'm doing my shtick of like trying to rile the base? I don't know because um, you I, know like in kayfabe they do have the, the part where like M J or you know. FTR should rightfully hate MJF. He's a scumbag because of what happened with uh the end of the pinnacle.
0: But um they they had this whole deal, um MJF's music hits to to end the segment. And I think like Dax is like yelling in the camera like play the champs music or whatever. No, like, no, he, about he looks at the camera and he says,
1: He's like, Look, next time Tony, uh play the champs music. And I was like, I'm Dax, I I'm sorry, but like Look,
0: they, they did play the
1: chance music? No, no, no but I was like... But I, my mom was like, nah, Dax, like, the, the thing is, like, while you're doing the stupid thing of you, you are the un... you know, the underappreciated champions. Like, you... All you did was come out. They just want a match that you interrupted. Or they just want a match you came out and to come face face with them. Now you're leaving, you play the person that just won their match music at the end. That's how this always worked. That also worked... That's how that worked in the company you were in before you came to this company.
0: Um... Brew Haven says Dax said comedy segments during his collision promo. Um, Yeah. So like it's going to be interesting next week. Uh, I think Brian Alvarez had a pretty unique kind of take on it. He was saying, you know, people aren't going into this match wanting to watch um, a classic traditional wrestling match between FTR and MJF and Adam Cole. They want to see the Cole and MJF shenanigans saw a lot of people advocating to not break up this Adam Cole and MJF thing. What is your uh, take on this thing? I kind of talked about, you know what I thought on grabs but um interested to see what you think about this because it, it seems fairly obvious, right?
1: Rich, you heard you when I say this at first one after, after the double clothesline, there is no good reason for why they don't become the world tag team champions. There's no good reason for them not to be at this point. Like do it. Let them quickly then transition the belts to someone else after that, and then do your colon. Poll in uh, MJF title match. It's fine.
0: I I don't feel like that's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> I, I, I agree, but my point. Is, but my point is like, how many more times does FTR have to be the have to be not the most over tag team in in AW for, while they're with the tag belts? How many more times does that have to happen? No disrespect to them. They just had a great match on, on Collision and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, but they're on the Saturday show. Look at those ratings. Look at the Dynamite ratings. Look at MJF. Look at what Adam Cole is doing. Look at what they're doing. Like, Adam Cole and MJF could potentially, they're right now, they're the hottest thing now that this thing is um between, FT, or sorry, uh, between the Elite and Blackpool Combat Club died down. They're now officially the hottest storyline in AEW. So why don't you use the tag titles, and then transition some transition them to another tag team, much like how you transition the, the uh the tag team titles off of the acclaim who were the hot tag team at the time to FTR like they did and then the who were there at a later time, and then you can set up towards your match towards Adam Cole versus MJF.
0: I got a feeling whatever's gonna happen is gonna be for the detriment of like everyone but FTR. Um in I don't even. I don't even want to really go into it, but um, you know, they 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 say FTR is helping with creative now, so you know, <laughs> they say tons of people are helping with creative now, so we don't know really what's going Bro. on where. Motsley. But I can, right, on. Imagine, huh, uh. I can imagine. I can imagine he, he's he's they are close to the to to having a voice somewhere that may be of the voiceless.
1: So all right, all right, just just give me a head count right now. Hold on. The EVPs, so Kenny Omega, Adam i I'm sorry, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson. Then also people that talk been talked about as far as also having input. Danielson, Jericho, Moxley. CM Punk obviously has some input. FTR by also by virtue of CM Punk also have some input. I just saw that uh Orange Cassidy helped produce a match uh recently. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody has input, apparently, except for women. But whatever it seems, whatever. Well, well, Britt has been You know, Britt has because that's the that's the Baker verse. What's going on? So yeah, that she has input. Everybody else, I don't know. Where's Riho? <laughs> what the fuck? I saw, I saw a tweet. From Sheeta saying that she's back in America, and I almost and I had re had a quote tweeted, and I had typed "save us" and almost tweeted that bitch off and fired that off. I left it alone. I didn't do it. I'm letting y'all know. Rich knows I sent this. I, I posted, I screenshot that, and like I sent it to a group. Rich knows yeah. I I almost sent that, but that's where I am right now with this with this woman's division in the AEW uh, in 2023. Come save us, a Carl Sheeta, please. But uh, yeah, man, like you know, a lot of input. So some can't get of- input.
0: Look, a lot of input, a lot of egos, a lot of you know people not want to lose to each other. I, I imagine with that, and who should win this? And man, there's some like there's an interesting decision coming. I think not really one I particularly care about. I don't care if they win these belts. I don't care if they lose uh, MJF and and Cole because obviously their destination is the world title. Yeah, like this it, not about no tag titles or whatever, but. It's um it's people liking it so much. I, I, I can say that maybe part of me would, would take a take some pleasure in watching the uh the F T R downfall. Um but you know who who is F T R really like circling at this point now? They finished with the Bang Bang gang. I see see they tried to drop the Young Bucks in the promo to try to get something whirling, but I don't know. I don't I feel like they're not going that way.
1: I don't know what they're doing, man.
0: I mean, I all in know. is coming. Like if, if you were gonna do an FCR Young Bucks match, I I would think that would be the place you probably try it, right?
1: I mean, let's not pretend like they haven't done it twice already. Oh,
0: yeah. you know, people yeah. like pretend
1: like they have they didn't they, they you know yeah. they've only had one. They've had two. So Look, yeah.
0: They do that shit all in them belt switching, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, unless Matt and Nick are
1: like, you know what, we're all right. But um, moving forward, I think this, I think this, I think it's a big part of that too. I think it's like, look, man, we want no parts of that whole situation that's going on. Like it seems apparent, they like seems apparent that like BCC Elite, they they want no parts of the, of of Saturdays, no parts.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Like how many times we got to see Kenny Omega and John Moxley work Saturdays in other promotions <laughs> before before it comes obvious, right? I, like
0: I will go to look. I will go to Mexico before I go to Collision.
1: Rich <laughs> <laughs> is basically saying I'd rather go. To, I'd rather go to Mexico than Canada, where I'm fucking born and from. That's basically what has been happening this whole tour the whole Canada tour. That's what Kenny Omega's been doing. You got John Moxie out here doing fucking pro am uh, shoot fighting on the weekends and, and shit. Besides uh, pro wrestling on Saturdays, I think
0: I decided to legitimately
1: compete. <laughs> Fuck this! Yes, I'm about to go beat up a white belt somewhere. It's, it's 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 quite apparent what the fuck's going on. No, it's not stated in obvious terms, but like. Action, speak louder than the words, and action saying they're saying "fuck that team, fuck that side, fuck that show." It's happening. Man, um, and it's funny because it keeps playing out this way. And we were saying like, I-, "I think this is happening," and then it keeps happening. he's going to go on. one. Like when they go announce Adam Page on an episode of Dinah on an episode of Collision, when the fuck's that gonna happen? Oh, never. Oh, okay, never. Oh. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> they um. There was something that I wanted to say. Oh, they uh, also have this thing that's going on in Collision too. I just want to to point this out. And if people start noticing this, and it takes a life of its own, it's not my fault because they started fucking doing it. I just noticed it. When there are jobs to be done or protection to be had, they are importing people from Dynamite to do these jobs on Collision.
1: Uh, I didn't notice that. Mm. Roger Strong, yeah.
0: Darby Allin this week. Okay, there probably were. Uh, Swerve came in, worked with Tanahashi. That's right. Hasn't been seen since. Yep. Um.
1: Then Sky Blue come out there and get beat on uh on collision by uh, Tony Storm.
0: I think the women women. Much like the other situations, do not count. Okay, um, <laughs> fair enough, fair
1: enough, yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> uh, unfortunately, but I've got three examples right there. Let's see if this keeps happening. Okay. So, let's just skip to it. Um, there there was some backstage segments setting stuff up a rampage. You know, we're not worried about that too much. There, there was the Royal Rampage. Uh, Darby Allen and Swerve. It came down to Darby one that and then they are actually having a match this week so um we will see where that goes but we got a video package on the history of the golden elite the bcc uh the main event's up next and uh we got the golden elite defeating the blackpool combat club presumably the blow off to this thing it's been a great feud uh pretty much the whole first half of the year stretching back to moxley and hangman thing and uh you know kind of like nine ten months or whatever um this was excellent uh this is my favorite blood and guts that they've done uh, in in this promotion and it was uh you know there, there's a lot of you know if you want to if i wanted to write the column and i wanted to get all sappy and, and, and quote-unquote corny and oh, i could do it like oh, about this like you know i had like a quick line to kind of describe what i felt the story for this whole thing was it was like always fight with and for your friends and you know like this was uh I thought this was a really cool match really cool to see uh uh the Kenny Omega the Young Bucks Hamian Page and Kota Ibushi on top at the end uh we got them beating like a hell of a fucking team um with you know the way they laid this thing out it started with Kenny and and Claudio going at it we get yep. extended minutes on that both of those guys go 45 minutes um then it you know, you know, it's like fuck it. We going straight into it. Like, is John Marsley coming out? Is Hangman Page coming out? Is Kanosuke Takesha coming out? Is Matt Jackson coming out? Is Nick Jackson coming out? Is Will Yuta out? And then Pac. Or Pac was out third, excuse me. Um, and then the last person was Kota Bushi. Beds of fucking nails, glass, um, just like I really shouldn't have to say more than that, but um, <laughs>
1: superplex, just, superplex, superplex, superplex pack, double foot stomp off the top of the cage through Matt Jackson on a table. That yeah, it's awesome. Screwdrivers
0: um, mostly coming in, stabbing with the forks. Yes, uh, off fr- st- like straight, to the, straight to the
1: bleeding. I'm not I'm not. I, I, look, there's not enough blood in here. There's blood and guts. I'm here to provide the blood for y'all.
0: Yeah, come DC get Pope red, You know to review blood and guts.
1: You know. Yeah. Oh, you stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Pac swinging off the cage. That shit was like a kid at a fucking jungle gym. Like, yeah. like you know what? I'm up here, and then whoa, I'm not. Um, but, uh, yeah, this whole thing was this this thing was epic. I thought this is one of the best matches of the year. Um, and it was just like, it's lived up. Like one hundred percent, like you know, a lot of people like had, you know, had their misgivings about it. I think the other two, um, blood and guts matches, and you know, I was right there nitpicking at some of them, but this one was like, you know, I, I know some people didn't like the walkouts at the end. Um, I like but, the
1: walkouts. So you know what they did? What? They gave more time for the wrestlers to be in the ring and work their spots, as opposed to they're right at the cage. You have to get right in. Like
0: mm-hmm. oh no, I meant the walkouts at the end of the match. Oh
1: okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Some some people didn't like those, and um, I don't know. I'm not gonna try to change your mind on the walkouts. I'll just say it worked for me because it was just like, yeah, like this this team of mercenaries, like you know, kind of blows up, uh, trying to defeat this unified force. Um, And if anybody's gonna blow up, it's Pack for sure. That that lines up with him. That's like fucking bad news Brown or something like. Yeah.
1: Like, it, it worked because it, it was believable and it made sense. Like, all right, earlier in the match, they had a, you know, they almost ran into each other. They they almost blew up. Moxie had to stop them. They blew up again. Was like, fuck this. The second time this guy is, like, we've ran into, we've had words or whatever else in, in this match. I'm done. I'm out of here. And then the tide was turning. Then, <clears throat> you know, they're they're about to lose. So,
0: Calus comes the down and, and
1: gets to catch. Say, hey, come out of here. Nah. You know? Had it's
0: not to, for us, baby. You you know, who, who, let's, like, let's regroup. You know,
1: remember, remember, in two thousand was it eighteen when they were having uh, Dolph Ziggler take L's when he was tagging with uh Magintyre, and they're like make Maguire far away from the ring as possible. Yes. It was yeah. like they were like, nah, bro, you got to get you out the frame when when they, when these losers lose. So get them out of here. And then yeah. uh they it, proceeded, it it proceeded to be some baby some three on five baby face beating the hell out of these assholes has caused some hell the last six months. It was perfectly fine for me. And then boy, eight man, look. Man, um, they
0: beat the shit out this nigga,
1: bro. <laughs> this nigga they, with Yuta. They, pulled out, they pulled out the handcuffs, they handcuffed Moxie, he couldn't do shit, he was stuck there. And then Yuta was sitting there, that man, that man was out there bleeding, bleeding to death, as three as three niggas choking him with a chain, he wouldn't give up. So Moxie's like, this damn dummy finna die. Hey man, throw this shit out. All right. <laughs> Like, man, this damn dummy, this damn dummy wants to be us so bad. He's willing to die for. All right, all right, you, all right, you, you deserve to You deserve to die for
0: Regal. You deserve, no. you, deserve,
1: you deserve you deserve to live. I quit. I give up. I surrender.
0: Bro, good job, uh, good
1: job, Yuta You know uh, well, Moxley probably like. He got hearts <laughs>
0: Like like, like bro like, like 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 a couple months ago, Moxley was, was was in that damn chain with Heyman Page on on the, on the other end of it. Like, yep. I I, I kind of took it like Heyman looked at him like. I'll do to him what I did to you. Quit playing. Like like, like give
1: up. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did like the idea, like the it was, you know, between the elite you had the uh golden lovers who are dressed in the Kodobushi blue, blue, white, and gold uh theme thematic uh, you know, colorway. And then you had like the Yump Bucks and Paige, they're dressed in like notably the dark order colorway of the the white, the black and the in the purple and like hard dark, by the way. Look, man. <laughs> that dark order set right there, they choked the shit out of you. <laughs> it was like we'll kill you if you don't tap out, bitch, or let go of Uh oh, they, they made my sense. I I man that's just really fun. Um, you know, I really don't really enjoy like some of these matches that have like the crazy shit like glass and and, you know, I didn't um,
0: tax. It, We didn't even I, mention no. Tax
1: were in there. Well, you know, cause the tax came out after the bet the bed of nails, so it really was kinda like, you know, it kinda went down actually, but whatever. Like, you had Moxie going out there with that bed of nails, and, and Omega went into that, Moxie went into it. and then Moxie took the fucking you know, um, standing moonsault knees from from Abushi onto it. Just wild shit, man. Um, yeah, so like as far as a plunder match of the year, that'd be my plunder match of the year. Um I, it's the best. It's the best blood and guts I've seen. Um, it might be. I think I like the 2019 uh, War Games from NXT better, but like at the same time, because it, cause it was more of a it was more of an actual match than like you know we we're going to turn into a you know a Moxley bloodfest. But still, um, it's way up there. It was awesome, and, uh, and like for those that, that you know have not enjoyed, you know, the, the war games one guts from, you know, WWE and AEW. Uh, I feel like if you have a problem with this match, then like, I think you're just like caught in the nostalgia of back then. I just think you are. Because I, I mean, this match had story, this match had, uh, characters making decisions. This match had, this match had incredible, weird, unique violence to it. And this match had excellent pacing. Um, and I thought it utilized like the commercial breaks better than any of these other uh, blood guns have had. I was gonna,
0: I was gonna Easily. mention that. I was gonna say I, I felt like I didn't even notice where it was like, oh, there's some big letdown happening because or, when the
1: hills got, because when the hills got the advantage and went the commercial break and it came back, yeah, that was smart. That was very smart of him. Um So yeah. yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, Koda Bushi came out uh,
0: looking a tad different than normal. He <sighs> so had he, he had kind of a that, rough right? night. We yeah, talking Got to talk about it. I went on a big rant on Grapsity, uh, talking about people who had a lot to say negative about Kodobushi. Like, sorry, he was outrunning the Yakuza for for the last like you know however long. Um, he he came out uh, wasn't tanned, uh, didn't have the old Obushi physique. Um, yeah, he he looked he looked, looked really good as opposed great.
1: to having one of the best physiques in the history of the business. That's the
0: difference. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he gets in, and and he's kind of struggling, like, to, you know, with some of his timing on his strikes.
1: He was rusty as hell. He was.
0: Like, he broke his shoulder, I think. Was it the 2021 G1 finals? Yeah. So he's had two matches since then. You know, I I think people – should allow him to get some time because I think this guy's going to be around. I feel like he's on the Wembley card and I think he'll be fine by then. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm going to bet on one of the greatest wrestlers of all time to figure something out
1: here. Yeah. I'm not freaking out over it either. So, and also like he's, it seems like he's going to be in tags. uh, If he's going to be around. So like he can be hidden. if, you Know he's not him, and like him not being him, he's still you know. Like, remember what Iverson said about uh Jordan at the uh, like his last at Jordan's last all-star game? He's like, Michael Jordan at 50 will still be better than 90% of the league. It's like, it's the same thing, <laughs> it's like Koto Bushi while wash still better than how whatever percent you want to put on the, of, of the wrestling population. I think we'll be it- fine.
0: And if and if he is, that man gave gave us lots of hard years, lots of G1s, lots of great Wrestle Kingdom matches, lots of great uh tag matches, lots of insane shit that you would never ever see, doing moonsaults off of the balconies and Budokan Hall and all that shit. And he's given us a lot. So yeah. um it it was almost like a rite of passage for Bushi to finally appear uh in AEW like yeah, um, and everyone, one but Ray Mysterio, now has appeared uh, in AEW in the main event of, of All In, um, Interesting. the first one, and it was like it was everyone was you know waiting when when is one of the Golden Lovers reuniting, and uh, you know a lot of people were happy about this, uh, and it, it was a good night for for a lot of a lot of fans um, of these guys, and it was just like. I thought we saw, like, the end of something, like, pretty epic that went down, like, with this whole BCC Elite thing. And I I can't imagine watching this feud and just not kind of understanding it and, like, the, like, kind of importance of this whole thing, right? With, (laughs) you know, the the BCC saying we are the elite in AEW, like, and like, how much of a direct challenge that is literally to what the the fucking company letterhead says right and then they go to fucking war for months in like classic multi-man matches like from the fucking anarchy to arena to um forbidden door the cage match uh the singles match with kenny and and will yuda uh Kanosuke or and getting involved in this thing, turning, Don Callis getting involved in this thing. Um, all the beatdowns the screwdriver stuff that, that was a constant theme throughout and all this. Unfortunately, Brian Danielson got injured, so he couldn't be a part of the the blow off right. thing. But him getting in there um and, and you know, doing the turn and uh I just thought this was this is such a great feud. One of the greatest feuds in AEW history. Yeah. Like yeah. unquestionably, like, you know. And it's just like the 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 level of matches is so high, and I I, I just hope people appreciate this shit because like you know if they don't. I I don't understand what they I think the only thing that's really in, missing in AEW.
1: I think the only thing that's really missing from from people's perspective of um I feel like why people like love pro wrestling and what they love in, you know long programs and rivalries is like maybe the promo work wasn't there. Like, once we got past, like, the Hangman Moxley section of it, and once we got involved with the Elite getting reunited, once you get to, um, you know, uh, Anarchy and Arena, we kind of got, you know, and also, like, some of the weird stuff going on with, like, Kenny Omega's appearances and, you know, after doing the job, leaving for a few weeks, coming back, that sort of thing, like, maybe that's what was missing for some people to feel, feel the oomph of it, but, like, for me, you know, all the stuff you mentioned... It was all there Um, and all that. A lot of that stuff is still earned off of the work that they did with the elite, you know, in prior years to them, you know, breaking up and now they're reassembled. So um, for me, I love I love this thing. Um, This is probably my second favorite feud of the year this year. Except that, you know, Julia punched Tam's fucking head or her shot head her head butter so much she got busted open in the, at, a, at a press conference like that's that's it those are my two favorite feuds of the year that's it Julie and Tam in this so yeah uh high marks for me but I feel like if you're a person that's missing on like the the you know the promo stuff it is built over so much long form stuff over the years that I, it didn't necessarily need it or at least they didn't feel like it needed and you know I wasn't necessarily missing it but I, I see some people's points. Yeah. But either way, cannot those matches. If you do, you're out of your mind. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: I did not watch Collision this week. uh, Unfortunately, Um, I I didn't see, but interesting. uh, I heard there was some hijacking going on in in the crowds, and, you know, you, you, you attract what you are, I think. Um, and you can take that <laughs> to, to take that line to the bank,
1: yeah. Real quick, Rich. Uh, King North says Omega going away was explained as him going f- to find a friend, uh, that's not in Canada, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but like that was one of the times there's been like three different times where Omega's left in the last two months after not doing that, doing the job. So now, nah, now nah, I wasn't, I was yeah, that one time is explained. I'm talking about like the other times, that's all,
0: yeah, um, yeah. It, like I said, I did, I'm going to have to catch up uh, more on collision. I, I didn't see uh, Same. I gotta recommit most, to most collision the so um we will see, you know, uh go in coming weeks uh, you know what what's going on there. They brought in Christian, I believe. He uh teamed with Ricky Starks. Um I don't care what uh certain people will tell you what uh people are trying to say. CM Plunk is being pushed as a baby face. That is supposed to get cheered. Ricky Starks is actually supposed to get booed. However, <laughs> <laughs> everything is fucked up because yeah. Um, and then um, from there, uh, I think this week we've got the MJF uh, Cole stuff. Uh, they're doing a ladder match uh, with Andrade and buddy. I believe they're hanging the mask up above it. I heard so, about that. Um, I heard about that um Tony you
1: Khan does Tony Khan have possession of the mask right now bro I have no idea who has I think it's someone the lines like you know Julia Hart took the mask at first and then like you know the basically it's like alright so we're gonna have a, a, a ladder match with the mask up there which means like at some point Tony Khan or someone in AEW has the mask to be able to put it up there and it's like but it's my mask give me my mask back what the fuck right <laughs> the fuck is this like, oh yeah i don't need to I, I need to get the police involved you stole something from me Look, fuck <laughs> oh. it is on camera it's all on camera it's on live national television it's hey, man, on live it's cable
0: of, it seems kind of quick to be going to a ladder match man um you know when, when i start seeing ladder matches i'd be like "This episode, might not want to get pinned
1: this episode six yeah it's episode six they told the mass in episode two it, they haven't yeah. got much screen time, but as far as actual yeah. time is there, yeah. Um, so you are right as far as screen time; it doesn't it doesn't necessarily fill the need for that. And you're right; it is a way to get void, like have someone win and lose without doing a job. But then again, it's like that mean that must mean that like Andrade is losing because Buddy's already put him over before.
0: Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um there there was more um you know Darby Allen got imported to, to get pinned. Um yeah. So, I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, Buddy Matthews had a tough week. <laughs> All that real Ripley stuff is like.
1: H- just oh, are you talking about the person that made that weird fucking thing that, that weird cuck thing? Or are you talking about uh are you talking about like the Rhea Ripley like uh interview thing she that did? That
0: interview thing.
1: Yeah, that was like, look, man, she's in, she's working kayfabe, so it's fine. But like, her, her doing kayfabe is we fuck, like that's the kayfabe. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's the kayfabe. Yes, yes. <laughs> because because Rich, don't you? I, I thought
0: the whole thing was how much Dominic didn't fuck no, like that. That's no, what that's what no, I got out no, of it. No,
1: no, because the whole thing was like, like, why would he turn? And then she's calling, and then he's calling her mommy. So, like, you're supposed to, so obviously you're thinking, like, she's, she's slot. Am I going to say this? Yeah, I'm going to say it. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's sliding him a piece of pussy, right? Like, got to, got to be something to make him turn on his own, on, on Ray Mysterio, the greatest dad in the world. So it's like, or, all right, so what is it? So obviously you're, you're supposed, you're alluding to that, but then it's like, all right, well, like, I'm just going to be vulgar and say it. We fucked. Now or, now hold on There's now another option. Huh? There's
0: another option. W- what if she is not as as James heard it, sliding him as a pussy. She's sliding him something else.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole thing that I've got out of this. Oh, <laughs> so she's topping Dominic. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I mean that, that's 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 what I thought the whole thing was. Wo- well wo- 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 rich, 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 that- Technically, 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 would that mean that they still fought?
0: Uh, yes, but she's not. He's not really. Well, let me take that back. It's all. It's all. Look, we we in the Wild West at this point. Um, We don't need.
1: Look, look, look. I don't care what Dominic's doing.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. And,
1: and besides, but, look, but, oh, but how on, I interpreted on, oh, the story, oh, it's all kayfabe, so it's comedy style, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't matter. So, Price is indeed watching, yes, right. Oh, so since we're, then, since, this is just,
0: not a horn, this is not a horny show. We so, we must repeat.
1: So so in kayfabe, she's saying this is what we're doing. She obviously the whole story is that that's caused him to go, turn, go over to the dark side, which is like. Hey, whatever what, what however she's doing it or whatever else, Rhea putting it down because this man this man <laughs> this man's turning his whole entire family. As a robot now. Yeah. So so anyway, she you know, she does the thing, she's playing coy, and then she says at the end of the line, and so everyone freaks out because of like, well, people don't do the whole thing like she's playing a character, she's in kayfabe. So therefore, oh my God, what what? How does you know Buddy feel about this? And then somebody pull out that 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 graphic of like, they make it look like you know Buddy Murphy's getting cupped. And I was like, yo, this is we are we are we're, we're, we're like fifteen year olds. We're like fifteen year olds. Yeah, man.
0: Um, the yeah, this whole thing is like, it's too much at times. Like between this. People going crazy when they see Sky Blue's butt cheeks. It's just like that's
1: even worse than this.
0: I'm like, man, what's wrong with
1: what's wrong with y'all, man? Like, why why can't we just, you know?
0: I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's crazy. Um, yeah, shame it's no. Rich analyzing Dom and sex, life instead of collision, is an all time hater move. I mean, we can look. Do you want to talk about collision this week? I didn't watch Collision. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying like have you seen that card on paper?
1: Uh I did Look, not see the card. That
0: that show did not have a main event before it started. <laughs> so, Are you serious?
1: Like, yeah. They they,
0: they doing that. Yeah, they set that shit up, yeah, shit up in an opening uh promo. But All yeah, right. It's
1: uh it'll be August next week, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll August. Be week. August next All week. right, keep that shit up for another four weeks and see how that goes for you. See, see, try, try that shit four weeks from now. <laughs> look, look, we got, we got college football coming. Yeah, out. try that shit when look. like the fourth one is uh LSU like at eight o'clock on prime time. Shit, both what about in the top ten? Try that shit. See how it goes for you.
0: Shit, what about when SummerSlam happens?
1: That too on a Saturday. That too, but you my point. Is like you keep keep that shit up when you like oh man okay. I guess you'll be DVR'd.
0: <laughs> Quick. Um. Yeah. Uh. That's all I have. Um. For for all this stuff, but um. You know, as we mentioned earlier, Stardom Grand Prix. Uh, when is day two,
1: James? Uh, I, I can't
0: wait to get some more of this. Uh, uh,
1: I, some more of this crack. I believe it's next weekend. I think it's the sixth. Uh. God damn! We gotta wait all. We gotta wait that long for day two. It was, you know, because normally, you know, the, the last two years they did a du- back-to-back, a Saturday Sunday double header. This year they were like, just do one. Um, but uh, like, I haven't looked at, you know, because right now um, it's like a like one o'clock or one or close to one thirty over there. So I don't know if they've announced anything with far as what they're going to do with uh, Come Tiny slot or if they're going to do anything with her slot. But um, they said that like today they're going to have more of an idea of like the extent of the damage and her time frame or for They wouldn't tell us her time frame, but like. Have an idea of, like, alright, is she out for the tournament? Which we all think she is, but, like, we don't know yet. We just think, she knows she has a dislocated elbow, but we don't know how bad the damage is or whatever else how long she'll be out. So, um, if they're going to come a replacement, are they going to default her points out? And, she, you know, she goes on 9 or whatever else. We don't know any of that yet, but, uh, I was trying to say all that to stall out so I can pull up my sheet so I can see when the next show is. The next show is um, on the 29th. Sorry, so next weekend. So uh, that's Julia versus Hannon, Mariah May versus Ano, and uh, Mina versus Mariah Um. So and then uh, that's the Saturday, and then the Sunday show is uh, Nasco versus. Well, that's scratched. Possibly Nasco versus Comitani's on the book. So you know who knows what the hell that Mm. is. And then Nasapoy versus Suzu and Hannon versus Mariah So uh, this is a light week, honestly. Uh, coming up, but you know, there's still what four quality matches or three without Kamatani, but we'll so, see so how they fill that slot.
0: Collision does have a card for next week. It, 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 we got that ladder match we talking about, Andrade and Buddy Bullet yep. Club Gold
1: is with
0: uh, Juice Robinson and the Guns against Vikingo. I'm shocked he's on this show. Uh, Darius Martin and Action Andretti. So uh,
1: well, well, they do have Meskins. They do have Lucian Libres on the show. Uh. We'll see. We'll see how many people that are, you know, practitioners of of, of, of wrestling <laughs> will be on the show. We'll see. Uh, well,
0: Roshi Tanahashi maybe maybe the only
1: one that, for a while. That's about it. That's about it. Like, if you have you have you sold forty thousand tickets to the Tokyo Dome before? No, I guess that means you ain't gonna be on this goddamn show.
0: Uh, FTR versus MJF and Adam Cole for the, for the tag belts. So,
1: uh, okay, you know, if,
0: if I'm around, I'll watch uh, that. I'll, uh, watch, I'll watch that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, That shit funny. FTR, you know, goes out there, like, man, Vaikingo. Look in this rival um, territory, you know, they they don't really let people come off the top rope or you know, shit like that. And this is Bill Watson in charge of this shit. Oh man,
1: that's unfair. They let Andrade do some stuff. <laughs>
0: But I yeah, yeah. he did. They did. He did that moon to the outside of the ring, all the ropes. I was like, yeah. all right.
1: He also like, did yeah, the. Uh, you gonna he, get a talking too when you walk back through? He's this stupid. Show? Like yeah. So when he did when he did the when he did the joint off the barricade, right? Right. They were like, hey, 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 hey you, you, you're you doing too much. Like you what?
0: Know? <laughs> so we we gotta keep you know we gotta keep the crowd you know suppressed.
1: You know? Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs>
1: All right, so that's all we got
0: Inside to tonight,
1: boy. <laughs> I'll
0: holler at y'all. All
1: right, that's in the, the show, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you are watching from the stream, you can go to the Cash App under PayPal. If you're listening from the podcast, you can go to our show notes. And you can find the link to the red uh, circle and donate there. And be sure to listen to the other shows on the network. Besides, when it's ready, you have Keeping a Strong Style, The Rookie and Clive Wrestling Show, Girl Men Watch This Shit, The Grave Consequences Podcast. Um all things elite, great mass generator, get in the ring. Um the ooh. The Great Mass Generator, get in the ring, meet the press slam, and what's the name of the fourth Show?
0: Wrestling Disaster.
1: Wrestling Disaster. Alright, I gotta remember that one. I gotta write that down. Alright, that's all y'all. Thanks for listening. Later.